0: Hello everyone. welcome to episode 45 of Millennial Gaming Speak. Our final sort of e3 episode for this week, but this is going to be more of a standard. no, no sort of episode about it. Week. So yeah, this is episode 45. welcome to the show. I'm your host Logan Moore. That other person who's talking is Max Roberts.
1: Hello internet this This is the episode I've been looking forward to the most this weekend. Hands down. Over Sony, over Microsoft, over our EA Bethesda, this Nintendo-filled f- half is the one I've been looking forward to the most.
0: It's a Zelda-filled half, less of a it's... Nintendo-filled half and more of a Zelda-filled half, because uh, as if you've been listening to our other episodes this week, you know that we've done breakdowns for EA and Bethesda's press conferences, we've done one for... Uh, Microsoft and Sony's we didn't do one for Ubisoft but there wasn't a ton to talk there so I think we're just gonna there's omit no Splinter that.
1: Cell so it wasn't worth talking about
0: there's plenty of other good things coming out but yeah well, um, it's the
1: South Park game and the um,
0: Watch Dogs looks really good
1: Watch Dogs I've heard good things about the Ghost Recon thing was Ghost Recon cool, looks really cool but I I don't know about
0: that one and then this was it Steep? Steep was their action sports S- type game yeah it yeah. showed at the end um so yeah, don't Ubisoft Ubisoft had a solid conference, I thought. They I mean it just, it dragged, drag, it just dragged on. Dragged. It went too long. If they would have cut thirty minutes out, they would have been so much more okay. But um mm-hmm. so so yeah, we're No oh, Star Trek, don't forget that Star Trek Star Trek, Trek. Yeah. yeah, that actually I, I dude I have hope for that. Even though I don't it know how looks, it would
1: work. Like aesthetically, it looks
0: bad. Yeah, but I think it's probably still pretty far out, if I had to take a wild guess.
1: I hope. I hope so because that game really needs improvement. I think visually.
0: it's like a year or so out, so if not more,
1: it needs more. I think it looked like a piece. I'm
0: game. wondering if it will be able to work over the internet, obviously because the way they were doing it, everybody was in the same room, and that's not feasible whatsoever. To have you, you,
1: you're you're saying you're not going to buy four Oculus Rifts and four with PCs. four PCs that yeah. can
0: run Oculus? No, nope, not really planning on it unless I you hit, sure? unless you I hit the lottery drop? or something like that. So maybe I'll you start they want buying to drop lottery tickets. A
1: few, I don't know. Be, six seven grand about six so seven you can play grand, Star Trek be, with your
0: friends I'll be I'll pass I'll be fine you sure oh, well, I think I'll that's be good. a um, um so we've done everything Jinx, else at E3 this week we've talked about everything I'm assuming we haven't really talked about this yet but I assume we're not gonna have much news next week either because everybody's talking about their stuff this week so I assume next week will probably be an E3 debriefing-type episode, at least for the first half, where we could maybe talk about what our favorite yeah. thing of the show was, give it there's, a game-of-the-show-type thing.
1: Yeah, there's there will be a couple of things, I'm sure, with tomorrow and the next day, uh, you know, things that just kind of trickle out over Possibly. the course of the week. But next week, I think, would be focused on, like you said, a debrief, and then the next set of our top 10 games of of all time.
0: So yeah, so this week we're going to spend the first half of the show, our news portion, we are going to talk about Zelda, uh, talk about what our initial thoughts of The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. It finally got a title, which is the one thing I wanted and was looking forward to Very good title. Uh, We're going to spend the first half of the show talking about what we thought about Zelda, and then we're going to spend the second half doing our week three of our favorite game segment. This week, the systems we are on are... The original Xbox, the Game Boy Advance, the Nintendo GameCube, and the PlayStation 2. So, yeah, did we you are say Game Boy Advance. I did. I'm sorry. I think that was the okay. first one I said. Okay, cool. So, and uh, uh, the other thing, we're starting to get into a handful of PC games. I was thinking about including for my own I, list.
1: The only PC game I could ever two of them, I guess. Windows XP Pinball and Pablo Sanchez Backyard Baseball.
0: Backyard Baseball. You which know, will
1: not be on my list anywhere we're getting but into a
0: couple that i was thinking about if you have them, I don't put them know, on there I, it's hard it's hard to put those into a generation because the pc, PC lives forever pc is and pc always will be so yeah i don't know it's there's a, t- there's a, probably a pc game or two i'll have in my list next week i assume um go for it but yeah so let's start off the show as I said, I, this is our Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild debriefing what we thought of it, what we thought of the extended demo that went. On, I watched for three hours. Which was very
1: long. Like, I didn't expect them to go this long today.
0: Um. Yeah, I mean, but, I felt like, honestly, after I had seen it for... 45 minutes or an hour I got the gist of it and Mm -hmm. there was no more reason for me to watch it um especially because I would say one of our one of my predictions was that they're not going to show us a dungeon and they're not going to show us any like story things I I what they showed today was exactly spot on what I expected them to show us I expected them to showcase the open world a little bit more and that'd be about it I really wasn't planning on them to show us Anything more than that, personally, mm-hmm.
1: they no, they showed exactly what I think everyone wanted to see. There were no spoilers. Um, the, the The closest thing to a dungeon was those shrines, which are the smaller puzzle or combat centric rooms, and really showcased the world and the mechanics. And that's what I think everyone needed to see. I imagine the next time, the the next time we see this game is the direct where NX is hopefully shown nice. and um, who knows? they give yeah. they give a release date for all of that
0: yeah I I think they should do I mean I know this is a little off topic I think they should do an, a direct entirely on the NX just the NX and then do they one n- again after that on, just on Zelda? just on Zelda and then maybe another one or and then maybe another one after that where it's just NX games that'll be coming out around launch time
1: uh, I think that would go with the NX games would go with the NX itself. I think those two go together.
0: Possibly, but I'm wondering how much they could squeeze together. I'm wondering how much they're going to have to explain, because if you remember the Wii U's showing, they had to spend a lot of time trying to explain how that thing was going to work. So
1: well, we'll see. But there was, you know, this is the next Legend of Zelda 3D game. It's open world for the first time ever truly in the franchise. Um, there have been really big environments to explore i think the closest one to open world and correct me if i'm wrong but the closest to open world they've ever gotten is wind waker and that really was just water with islands this is remove the water and explore all of hyrule and that got me really excited there there's one thing i wanted to say just clear up before we really dived in to zelda itself um you rightfully so were, you know, j- jabs and jokes at me at how this really is an open-world RPG, expansive, do-whatever-you-want. Like Fallout and Skyrim and Witcher. And you're absolutely right, you know. And maybe The Witcher broke my fear and distance from those type of, specifically, Bethesda games. And maybe they are something I would like. Um, and I just... All those jokes are totally justified, and I love them. But... I did want to say, you know, maybe I am wrong about these games for my personal taste. Obviously, everyone loves them, so I don't think they're actually bad. I just didn't think they were for me, but they might be. Um, yeah. But this Zelda game certainly is for me.
0: Yeah, I, I'm glad to hear you say that a little bit, because I know you do bust the balls of Fallouts and Skyrims and the open world things that are you say are daunting. And I'm telling you, Witcher's they're... more daunting than any game I've ever played. So if you could, and... if you could do Witcher, I think you could do anything. Yeah, so maybe you
1: know, I I don't think I'd get a Skyrim simply because there's so much more coming out this year that I want to play. No, I mean I don't blame you. Yeah, Um, and you know, maybe I just wait for the next one, like the next big Bethesda game, and maybe that's what gets me. Todd
0: Howard mentioned um, Elder Elder Scrolls Six yesterday. I read, yeah, I read him talk about that, and he said that they have a vision for what they want to do with it. But they don't think they have the technology at their hands right now to create it. So it's going to be a couple years before they can really start putting in some it's work with on it. the Scorpio in the 4K. Sounds like it, especially since mm. we saw Todd Howard in that Scorpion sizzle reel. So. Mm. But anyway, I wanted to cl- I wanted to get that
1: out before I freak out about Zelda here.
0: Yeah. So okay. So let's get they, let's get our let's get a couple bullet point things here. So as they, we said, we got a title, Breath of the Wild, solid the title. Name. Oh my gosh! Definitely it's a great name. Definitely focuses on that open world and exploring Hyrule, and that's definitely the big thing with his game. That's the theme. Um, so we've got that. Also, to clarify now for sure. Link is a dude. Link is not going to be a female. Yes. There was a lot of speculation no, behind that. I'm personally there's no
1: option or
0: flat out just a girl. Yeah, I'm personally happy about that. I to me, it's like changing Mario. I've talked about this a couple times, and I know a bunch of people disagree with me because Link's a different character, a different reincarnation yeah, in each game. But I it,
1: don't if it was a girl or you had the choice i really don't think it would have mattered it never seemed to make an impact either. on the story for me it would have been cool um I, but it's did, also i did you cool hear onuma's reasoning
0: though behind it yeah like they tried to put zelda in that position but they didn't like well, that well he said something. he said it all dealt with the ba- balance of the triforce or you say so you've got ganon you know you've he, got ganon he's Link, the ganon. evil one you've got zelda she's the wise one and link's the the courageous Correct. one and so if they would have thrown that off at all, they didn't want to have – I don't know. They just felt I mean, like if they would have turned Link into a girl, it would have, like, ruined that dynamic they've built up over the course of 20 or 30, 30 years, years between all three of them. So they just – which doesn't, is, which it is doesn't fine matter to with me. me. Yeah, it doesn't – I mean, whatever. I'm, it's
1: cool, but, you know, so Name, he's, he's a dude still, which is fine. Um, open world, major throwbacks to the original Legend of Zelda. Um, in the setting and design. I mean, that scene where you come out of your cave where you're asleep and Mount Doom or Death Mountain's back there. I'm sorry. I was thinking Lord of the Rings. Jeez, get out of here. I just watched Return of the King like a week ago. It's right there. This world is huge. It's got... um, You can jump and climb on practically anything. Yeah. Yeah. There was that shot in the trailer where Link is climbing this side of the mountain kind of little inverted if I can angle my hand right and then the camera just pulled way back and it was this huge mountain I was like I want to climb that mountain can I climb a mountain I want to you can climb everywhere um horses you know Pona. there's cooking in the game like survival kind of things and you can change your outfit like way more than in previous Zelda games. You can change uh, your outfit like you can in
0: and- 90% of RPGs. Think The Witcher, like think Skyrim. And- yeah. it and, and all weapons, you can change your weapons constantly. You can change mm-hmm. your bow. You can change your pants and your uh, shirt, whatever you're wearing. And it all has different... Uh, it all has different ratings to it. So, oh, I picked up this new shirt. This has got a defense rating of 5 compared to my other one that's got a defense rating of 3. Oh, this new sword I just picked up. I can do 12 damage with it now instead of my other old crappy rusty longsword that was only doing 5 damage. So, this game is going to be much more of an RPG Full than previous Zelda's were. Yeah, this is, this is getting in the weeds now. Zelda's always had an RPG vibe to it, but this is now going all out, Cranking which it up. I like. So very much this except oh. it was really strange when they opened one of the chests and it's just like you got a bow I was like whoa that's not a big moment now so well you
1: you were saying you know I hope certain weapons are big moments i think they're going to be the special because weapons break in this game after yeah. a while even bows um even you, Master i don't know sword if you saw snap the demo no your master's not going to snap half. But I do think there's going to be the, the ultimate tier weapons, and those are going to be your big Zelda traditional moments. Your, you know, you're going to get the mirror shield or the hookshot shot or um, some special bow. You know, it's always just been the bow in the games, but I think those are going to be the, the really special dungeon moments. And you know, even in the shrines, you've got a couple items like bombs and um, the magnet, the new thing, the magnet, which seems really, really cool.
0: Oh, you mean the uh, new item that is based on the controller for the Wii U? or the, You mean the, the NX? NX? Yeah. I,
1: I hope not. That just is very, very convenient. Um, very much a coincidence, I hope. There, there were some things I wanted to specifically talk about the intro of the game, because they showed the very beginning. Yeah, for... so
0: is that the intro? That was one of my question. if anything it there's going to be some
1: cut it, scene before it but that seems to be the very beginning of the game
0: yeah oh another big thing we totally didn't mention i don't know if you were going to get to this in like two seconds but there's voice acting voice now. acting for mm-hmm. the first time ever there's yeah and being besides i think besides is, the hey listen scream from navi this is now the first time there's been actual voice acting in the game so, i think
1: that is some form of zelda
0: I'm thinking the uh, same thing too. I mean, which it would ties into my other
1: theory that I wanted to get into a little later. But I do think that is Zelda talking to you in the beginning. Yeah, the I game.
0: mean, I mean, she's got to tie in somehow. That that's the one thing they didn't talk about story at all. There's no, we have no there was idea one about NPC the story in the game. And one. he, you mean the King of Red Lions? Yes, who clearly <laughs> was that guy. It was so there great. Seemed like it. So, oh. yeah, it, it was
1: good. He was just by a little fire. It was awesome. Um the beginning of the game link wakes up he grabs this item it's the the sheikah slate yeah um which is clearly the the game's equivalent of a game pad it's on your hip you hold it you can mark things you can do your map um very few gamepad-centric elements, though. Uh, the only thing I saw was is, yeah, the I magnet was movement, which is... You use the motion like that. Which but is the game strange? The game's been said to be fully sense. playable with the Pro Controller, which does not have
0: that, so... It's strange, but also... So I brought it up to you. I was like, I'm, I hope that the lack of gamepad functionality is indicative of what we can expect from the NX, because I know you and me just want... Just give us a normal controller to play... To play I with, I want the GameCube Linux. controller. Just give me the GameCube controller. Just yeah. Something, something similar to that. Yeah, just give us it's a basic my favorite controller. controller ever. And um, I love this thing. So I brought that up to you that there was a real lack of gamepad functionality, but at the same time, we've been waiting since the Wii U's inception. What is the one thing we've said? Oh wow, a Zelda game would be great on this. You'd have your items down below. You would have you They did this, that. I and mean, this. and I know they did that, that they they in Wind Waker. The, I know they have the remakes and things like that. I, I but I, that, like it, that proves true. that that mechanic would work really well. Yeah, I know. But then we are getting the Zelda Wii U game, and it looks like the buttons how you switch to them that? is with all buttons and things like that. So you might be I, able to switch on the gamepad, but the buttons are there for the pro controller slash. Yeah nx i just thought it was ironic more than anything because we've Mm -hmm. all been saying that for years is that if they make a new zelda on the wii u this is going to be perfect this will be the the great game we've all wanted and while they do have the remakes it's it's just funny that we do see the new one and it looks like they there is a bunch of stripped out gamepad mechanics so and i really do hope that's indicative of the nx i'm holding out hope I don't want mm. a gimmick. A new gimmick with a new Nintendo console is gonna make me. It's gonna make my hype go crashing down to earth. So just give us a console, give us a controller, just. Yeah. Please. So you wake up,
1: you grab your Sheikah slate, and you immediately get some clothes on. You could actually play the whole game in your boxers. But you might freeze to death. You might freeze to death. Um, and then you step outside, and you're in the great the great plateau, and you can just go. That was nuts. I was. That's how the game begins. That's that's not a Twilight Princess. That's not a Skyward Sword. That's not even a Wind Waker. Moment. Like
0: you're just there. You're just out there. You just go. I'm go- I'm making a I'm making a beeline to Death Mountain. That's just, I've already decided this.
1: Oh, oh my gosh! I said. And the map. Can we talk about the map? It's
0: very very large.
1: They said it was one percent. The Great Plateau was one percent. 1% really? That's what they said on the stream, and I read it again in a preview. Oy.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Wow. Talk oh, about overwhelming. Oh, gosh. Goodness gracious. That game is going to be massive. And it looked, the art style, which I think is a... I like the art style, personally. I, it's very I good. I think it's a fusion of Twilight and Skyward Sword.
0: They said themselves that it's kind of based off a of Japanese anime in a way... Like, but,
1: there's a certain paint style they were talking yeah. about. Like it it's a very pretty game. It looks similar to, like, game. an
0: Okami-type thing. Okay. like, there's, like, a, brush strokes on some things, sort of. Obviously, not as much as Okami was, mm-hmm. but similar it's a very, in a way. It's a very, very pretty game. The,
1: and, you know, running on Wii U, but speaking of how the game looks, I have a worrisome theory about the game's performance. What is which, it? This game is coming to Wii U and NX, they've announced that. And obviously the NX is more powerful, so that game is going to be the prettier version. But um, I wasn't really worried about it on the stream, because streams typically from Nintendo are only in 720. It makes Uh sense, it's a lot of bandwidth to stream that stuff. But when I went to the direct trailer for the video and downloaded it, it still was only 720.60. Now Nintendo will put up 1080 trailers if the game supports 1080, so I'm worried that the Wii U version is only 720, and hopefully 60. I think that's where the game's going as far as graphical fidelity goes. Which means the NX hopefully, hopefully, because they keep saying it's the same game on both, hopefully that means it's 1080 on the NX, so it's going to look even better. Um what do you think? Like, do you think it's just... I don't they know. They just put a
0: trailer up? I, like, I'm i not sure. I don't know what to make of it. I didn't even think about any of that. Um, even in 720, I don't think it looks bad. And we've oh, played, no, by we've no played, means, no. We, we've played ugly-looking Zelda games for years. So if it if that no, was the case, then I'm sure I'd manage it That's again. just like...
1: Because, you know, like, Twilight Princess and GameCube did... On We did the same thing. The only difference was it was six it had widescreen on the wii version there wasn't like a bump in graphics this
0: would be a this would be a you know yeah i'm sure that i think a major difference better if i had to guess i mean i know So i really really do hope this game.
1: game runs well and nintendo is very they usually their first party games run buttery smooth so i don't expect anything less for
0: zelda Part of me still wishes it looked like that tech demo they had a couple of years ago, which I know was. When they the revealed st- the NX? Yeah, which was in the that style. That was like a of Twilight Princess. Ocarina or Twilight Princess, yeah. But I, it'd be cool. That was the game I wanted. And so I'm um, totally fine with this art style, though. doesn't bother me in the slightest. It's very, part. very pretty. Um, you leave. Gosh, it just seems so expensive. I mean, yeah, I mean, from that point it was basically just them running around showing you showing you everything you could do, fighting a couple Found the of enemies. Name. You picking up picking up all kinds of different stuff in the environment that you can eat for health or things that you different or you swords, can cook. different like weapons, things you, you know can there's cook. cooking, you can start a fire that, and cook. That stuff reminded me of 1000 Year Door
1: on the GameCube. Do you remember ZST's cooking? Mhm. Yeah. You just mix things and you got better items. That was like an always an RPG thing I liked, and now that could be in Zelda where I'm learning to make certain recipes or elixirs which give you buffs and things. So the environments in the game, they look like they like when you climb up in a mountainous area the snow starts falling and you get cold and you have to wear clothes that are adjusted to that climate. Which sounds really fun. It just I think it bleeds together very, very well. Like that whole area just seemed to blend really well together and i'm so excited for it there you could pick up enemy weapons which i know you could do in wind waker i'm i'm not sure you could do it this time in other you can 3D, hold
0: them and put them in your inventory stuff like that
1: which so. is cool um villages I mean,
0: yeah so i i guess let's stop on that for a minute i the hope weapons? you st- yeah and the I- weapons and items i hope you still have a certain connection to some items in this game because that's, one of, the thing, one, that's the one of the things I've always loved about Zelda is that you do have like a connection to your items and when you add a new one it's going to be part of your repertoire the, the rest of the game it's going to be something you're using and something you're learning how to adapt and function with and if you're just picking up weapons left and right and disposing of them and dropping them which is a totally a thing normal with RPGs open world RPGs but it's gonna be it's gonna feel a little strange with the Zelda game. I kept texting you and saying this feels like Zelda, but this is but definitely not. not Zelda by any means whatsoever, by the traditional sense. Yes. So I think
1: we will have those permanent items, those items that don't break. I think and we those probably, are gonna be the ones. I think we will as well, but because you know you saw the magnet thing and you saw the bombs. Yeah. So those are, I mean, besides the magnet, that you know that's a traditional thing, and the trailer ends on the Master Sword. Which so, looks
0: all rusted and rusted
1: and which I mean you're gonna have to fix it so you can fight Ganon, which was confirmed. He Ganon is, is confirmed. Um Yes not, I didn't know about they that They mentioned um did when you watch the shrines. Yeah. The 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 little characters at the end that he talked to to get the spirit orb mention Ganon. So Ganon is confirmed in this universe. he may not be the boss, He's but I don't know if be. you watch well, did you watch the
0: trailer again at all? Mm, I haven't yet. No, I was going to before I, we started this, but I was going I There it. is
1: there's some there's a scene in there where Link is up very high in this plateau and it's it seems like a cutscene. He's running toward and you can see what I believe is Hyrule Castle in the distance, and there's this huge shadowy thing hap- like this monster roaming around it. And if you look at it, it looks like a Ganon or Ganondorf shadow figure. Um Taking over Hy- this Hyrule Castle, what it looks like. So I do think Ganon is the enemy in this game. He'd gotta be.
0: He has been I'm, for thirty
1: years. Why stop? And now? you know, on the on the subject of like story ish beats, um, and kind of to tie it to the villages thing that you were concerned yeah, about. So we haven't seen. Uh, the, yeah, we
0: haven't seen any villages or anything. There were like
1: no that. villages in the demo. Um, and then there were conflicting reports. Like IGN's preview mentioned that the game will have villages.
0: And which I t- which I trust
1: more over the NeoGAF one. Yeah, there was a NeoGAF thing saying there are no villages in the game. Um, but then, more recently, right before the show, Bill Trendon said on the stream today, there were no villages in the demo because of spoilers. And I was telling you, my theory for this game so far is there's some sort of time travel mechanic and um, they've said that Link has been asleep for over 100 years, and now he's waking up to this oh, almost heck. dystopia Hyrule. And I think there's going to be some time travel mechanic where you go back to the thriving Hyrule, and that's where your villages are and your NPCs, like your expansive areas. I think you
0: explore that in that these, could, that, they past. Could, they could tie that to the Master Sword similar to how they did mm-hmm. it in Ocarina. Maybe once you pull the I think there's a
1: out. time travel mechanic, and that's why they can't show villages because that would be a spoiler,
0: yeah that's I'm, wondering my theory. What I'm wondering what the guardian things are too, and how those fit in and they're very old and uh, they they had moss to have been and rusted,
1: they have this ancient vibe to them,
0: yeah, there's something they were definitely involved somehow in the past, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if we go back. So they did say so I, I didn't hear much of the story stuff. Um so he did that, wake that's up that's all I could figure out. He did wake up from a hundred years' sleep. Yeah, I could see him going back to before he went to sleep and doing something there. And I mean I mean the freaking he's known as the hero of time throughout the entire mm-hmm. saga. So I mean it makes sense that he would be traveling. I think that's and, pretty safe. Yeah, I think uh, that I think that's probably a solid prediction and probably something that we could see happen i i would love that oh
1: you know i would love to see villages
0: in the dystopia
1: hyrule as well you know the only npc we saw was the old man so it's interesting to see how he will interact with the story if at all um speaking
0: temple of time looked like crap
1: what temple of time
0: the temple of time in the demo
1: which
0: that I'm... church thing that it was to the oh, right Oh, you think that's the Temple of Time? It is the Temple of Time. Oh, they said that? Yeah, I mean when as soon as you walked up to it the lower third thing says the Temple of Time. Oh, I missed that. Yeah. So Oh, very cool. So yeah, that thing looked so, tattered and destroyed. Yeah,
1: I think all right, that even I think it lends even more credence to the theory. There was um I wanted to talk about the environments. Like I mentioned earlier, like the snow and stuff. Yeah, the variation but in
0: them. The HUD in the lower right corner, Do you notice the temperature in the sound game? Yeah, I saw that. I, at first I was wondering what it was, and then I was starting to get it the more I watched. I mean, again, they streamed this game for like three hours. So Yep,
1: so the sound thing is just how much sound Link is making, so you can crouch and make less and sneak up on enemies, and then the temperature is obviously the temperature of the environment, which impacts you like we said. One thing I know you were talking to me about, and wanted to, you were a little bit worried. Like that was your, I think. Besides the villages possibly not being in the game, I think. Well, this I just, was your yeah, I concern. said if
0: villages aren't in the game, that'll in be the, game. the first thing I'm disappointed in to hear. Right. So, but I think the second thing was the music. Yes, which is a, so. Yeah, they talked about that and they said that since it is so expansive and you're going to be in this open world constantly, there's not going to be the iconic themes that you hear every time you go out into Hyrule Field or whatever because. Sounds like majority of the game is going to take place in that open environment. So instead they're doing sounds of the world, obviously the the wind blowing past you, the birds over in the tree. You're going to hear things Very that are
1: subtle music.
0: Yeah, you're going to hear things that are going on around you and they'll they'll sprinkle that music in there periodically, but it's Piano. not going to be a constant. So I think
1: there are going to be moments though where that music swells. I think I um think. you played Red Dead Redemption, right? Yeah. Okay, you remember going into Mexico? hmm Yeah. And the music? I think when you get to big, iconic areas for the first time, I think the music
0: swells up. I hope there's still... I, and Well, one of the things I noticed, like, even in the shrines, is there was constant music in the shrines. And so I'm hoping, like, when you eventually go into dungeons, because there will be dungeons in this game, even though they haven't shown it to us yet, I think it's instances like that when you're in the more closed areas that I really hope... That there is constant music playing in the background because the iconic themes from the past Zelda games and the dungeons and in e- towns and things like that—that's the stuff you remember. And so I'm hoping right. when you go into certain small locations, closed locations, you can. That's when the music is a constant in the background, and, and so. And I, right. I, if I had to guess, seeing that the shrine was like that, I would guess that that's probably what they're going to be doing boss fights and things yeah, like that so, but when you're in the open world itself since it's so big and so expansive they're not going to play the same loop of the two minute song constantly in the background of the hyrule mm-hmm. field theme or whatever so
1: um one thing my dad wants me to point out uh he's texting me while he's watching this is the flower simula he thinks this game has a lot of similarities to the um, game from that game company flower in the the art style and the environment and things like that this game uh on on said it's he discovered while developing this game it's okay to get lost in a game and i think um that's something games like flower or journey or you know other big games like just getting lost in this world i think is one of the most important things from this game and I'm glad that that's something the development team has discovered because previous Zelda games very much like to hold your hand. Yeah. Um, and whether that's really hardcore holding your hand like fee and skyward sword or even light lighter holding the hand in maybe um,
0: the intro of twilight princess or something like that. Or...
1: Well, I remember people complaining the game. I remember it being pretty long. I remember having to go to a farm, but it wasn't like a skyward sword length intro by any means. Um, I know like Wind Waker was pretty loose-ish. I mean, you learned your sword and then you kind of left. But it still, it took a while. Um, I think they've learned a lot from Western RPGs. Yeah, I think they look at that industry and they look at what they've done with Zelda in the past and they're mixing it up. I think Link Between Worlds was their first time experimenting with that. Where they were like, you can go to the dungeons in any order you want. And you can buy the weapons. Was it technically beforehand. like that
0: in the first one, though? Because I know there is like an order in, to them, kind of technically, but it still, you pretty open ended. In Zelda, the original Zelda, you can if you can survive,
1: you can go anywhere you want. Yeah, and so um, that's there kind of, is a that's kind of how, acknowledged like, order for the dungeons, just to get certain items and like the difficulty spike. But if you can survive, you can go all the way to Death Mountain you can do it if you Which know the environment. So straight to this Death game, Mountain,
0: straight to that volcano, straight to the straight to see them Gorons.
1: There's if you I don't know if you saw the Japanese logo for this game. Yeah, I did. Um but this is nearly like it takes a lot from the original Japanese logo for Zelda. Um the first person to point that out I saw on Twitter was uh, John TV. He's one of the hosts of 84 Play podcast. I actually recommend that podcast a lot. Uh, but he's a huge Zelda fan and a huge collector. I mean, he still has a sealed by accident, but he still has a sealed copy of Ocarina of Time Day 1. Dang. Which blows my mind.
0: That's probably very expensive at this point. Yeah,
1: the reason he even has it is cuz he he bought he pre-ordered it, you know, back then, but he, the reason he never opened it was is cuz Nintendo sent out early copies of the game cuz he was part of the press. So he just played the press version of the game. Which is this, you know the same game. Yeah, same. So he never had a need to open his copy, and now he just has this what would be super rare and very valuable. I mean, copy yeah, because
0: the thing back then too is you open the game and you chuck the box. I mean, they were just cardboard. So mm, well, he keeps everything in very pristine condition. You yeah. should, I
1: recommend you follow him um, on Twitter and Instagram because he sometimes he'll just go on a splurge and show stuff from his old collection. that's really cool stuff i'll I'll look him there. up after the show i'll show i'll show you um there is a limit at the moment of how many items you can carry i'm sure you i'm sure all of these stuff is upgradable the stamina
0: items you can carry obviously your hearts and things i mean yeah i mean if they, if they're going full rpg at this point then yeah this game was my favorite thing i saw at e3 this was
1: the best thing i saw
0: it, looked, it Top looks to bottom. good. I mean, it looks good. It's it's what I expected. And I will, don't say that in he, a bad way by any means, but it was definitely... It's what I wanted. This is what I wanted. This is what I expected. I think, though, one thing that caught me off guard was how many RPG elements will be in the game, like seeing seeing that mm-hmm. every weapon is going to have an assigned value to it with the damage it can deal and things like that. That was surprising to me. Everything else, though, is a pretty much in line with what i was expecting to see from them and that's good because i had some lofty expectations and i'd say for the most point it met them um now it's join just me on
1: the hype train come on now it's let just to the horn no i'm good come on join me just one just one two
0: uh, i'm good i'm gonna chew, i'm gonna chew. keep i'm gonna keep my i'm I'm trying to still keep my expectations tempered uh, um just join
1: just one chew, just
0: pull it once I don't want to. Not right Come now. Come on, you know you want to. Um, uh, I'm really hoping that the game does launch with the NX though, and I think that's obvi- my next question for you. I was going to say, is this NX launch? And see, that's why I'm keeping my in- expectations tempered because I don't want to be like, yes, it's coming, it's coming in March, and then I get the NX and, and it comes out, and then there's nothing to play on it. Because so do they you pushed it back to fall I'm... or something like that?
1: It's kind of a follow up to that, you know, say the NX. NX is announced, and Zelda's a launch game. It doesn't matter. Don't worry about peripherals and controllers or even what the console is. They just... NX is coming, and Zelda Breath of the Wild is a launch game. Do you buy NX for Zelda, or do you just buy Zelda on your Wii U? I'm
0: planning on buying NX either way, unless I just really hate it, in which case I'll play it on the Wii U. I mean, I'm expecting... This is like my last shot. I'm giving Nintendo with the NX. I'm trusting them. Obviously, I haven't seen anything, and that's why I'm frustrated that they still haven't I shown us anything. I know you're frustrated because I want to see it. I'm planning on buying it the first day before I've even seen anything. Things out in, I mean, gosh, March. It's out, it's out in, they say March. It's out in so it's out in nine months, and we still haven't seen anything. It's frustrating. I really want to see it. We got going to give them one more shot. I was disappointed with Wii U. Um, The Wii, while really good early on in the life cycle, I think definitely stuttered towards the end. Um, And that's
1: just, I think, because of the mass popularity of the system. It became the everyday man's system. It wasn't focused on gamers.
0: I just felt like their first-party studios didn't do anything outside of... The Mario Galaxies were good. Mario Kart was fine. Like, I, I don't know. I didn't feel like there was, like, a standout title on the Wii. Smash was great. I loved Brawl. There was, like, a couple good games on the Wii, but I feel like they didn't capitalize with their first-party games on the Wii like they should have, and I think that was mainly because they were... they were. I mean, they were fine with raking in the money they were making from it and letting their third-party games do the talking. So, I did We... I, I don't know. We shall see.
1: I my goal my thing for nx and zelda is um my initial thought and desire is to buy an nx for zelda just because i know the games at least gonna look prettier on it but i do want both versions of this game which sounds very psychotic point like yes and just like pointless <laughs> but history has
0: shown that Twilight Princess was better on the GameCube. I disagree. Still, I still disagree with that notion. I always have, and I always will. Uh, the The populace, though, I mean, says like the better version is just the GameCube. I, I, I honestly disagree with that as well. Like, I what think. Do you mean? I mean, I, yeah, I know a handful of people who say that, but for the most part, I know most people say, "Yeah, the Wii jiggle wore off after about ten hours." But I mean, I, thought, was, fine. I was tired of it
1: before that, but it's i'm not saying that the Wii version is going to be the best version of this game. I that's not what I'm saying, but I think I just think it'd be something cool to have. I think it's it's this weird thing where this was supposed to be the definitive swan song for this system and now that swan song's flying across the pond to the next, you know, the next little island and that's the NX. And you know, there has to be some differences besides visual fidelity in this game there has to and i want to see those in person will
0: the real question is
1: like, well, that I means mean, you're
0: going to need to spend an extra 60 bucks at launch assuming this all does launch like the day thing and day is do i NX. get
1: the wii u version at launch or you know no, or hold, do i get the off. nx version
0: at launch hold on maybe i I, I would hold off. I don't want to spend all that money Well, it doesn't day, matter because me. we the only thing we do know is that the Wii U and NX versions will launch at the same time, but we don't yes, know if we don't know if they launch with the NX day and date with the NX. that is what we don't that's know. so and I
1: think I personally think it does, and the reason they won't like I, I think that's the plan for them for sure. does it? look at what it did for Wii
0: and Zelda. Miyamoto said something interesting today in the stream. I don't know if you heard this. They asked him something about the game, and he said, well, I haven't beaten it yet, but with as far as I've gotten, blah, 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 blah. I forget what they asked him specifically. But the fact that he said, I haven't beaten it yet. I'm like, okay, how far along is this game? How, how good of a build do they have put together now to where he can say, I haven't beaten it yet? That, I'll tell you right that now, was that great plateau ran very well today. Yeah, it, it, lo- it ran well. I thought it really went ran smoothly. I didn't
1: think it had actually any issues that I noticed. Um, also, though, take that with a grain of salt. Though, I'm sure Miyamoto-san is a very, very busy man, and just because he hasn't beaten it doesn't mean he, you know, he's just a producer. No, on the I don't. Not... I
0: didn't mean that in a negative thing. The oh, okay. fact that he could even say I haven't beaten it, and the fact that he's, because to me that implies that he could beat it if he would like, which to me says. They've got at least a rough outline from beginning to end of the I game. I really think if this, this game point.
1: wasn't coming to NX, we would get it this year. I think NX Maybe. is the reason this is a 2017 I, game. Yeah,
0: possibly. Because they had to
1: push development to make
0: the NX version. Probably. Yeah. Probably. Probably, yeah. Um, I think that just makes the most sense. But I like that they are launching a day and date with the NX, and they need to, as a company, do that. Because they need to sell NX units when that thing what launches. What if
1: there's an exclusive NX system at launch? Um, Zelda-themed. Like the Wind Waker Wii U gamepad. But obviously, like, the system's themed I after like it. they don't
0: do that. I don't think it's... No, I,
1: I don't see I that. I mean, they've I don't never see that really... They haven't done that with a system, I believe, since the GameCube. Where they did... I think they did a silver one for Pokemon. Um, the Wii never had a special edition system for the masses. No. Um the only Wii U one was the Wind Waker one, which it wasn't special at all except for the gamepad, game which is Hey, it's really nice though. I love it. I do. I, it's just nice little touch. Uh it's really weird. I mean, they do it with their portable systems all the time. So, you know, I don't think they do it either, but that would be one way to treat the launch. A, there's There's one sure. more thing we forgot. What is that? talk mean? about Zelda and
0: the Amiibos. Oh, yeah, yeah, I did forget about that. Holy cow. I already pre-ordered the Waluigi sh- one. Th- but the Zelda <laughs> ones aren't up yet, correct? No, they aren't. Okay, phew. The ones they showed They'll- today were prototypes, too, so they, they're okay. still a ways out. All right, I'm totally cool with that, as long as I didn't miss a pre-order. Yeah, we saw uh, three of them. We saw the Link in the Archer pose the that we've Archer. seen on, I mean, from the original trailer. We saw Link riding Which, a m- horse, the... Pona, whatever you want to call it, with a hood on. So two versions the of Link, and then we saw a Guardian, which is posable which is pretty cool. The first one with, yeah, with articulation. So, um, that's cool. Those, I
1: think, are the prettiest amiibo we've seen yet. I the think Archer, the the Archer
0: deep... one looks real good. I didn't think the Guardian one looked good. Um, the again, Guardian one looks again, very big and cumbersome. Again, they are I prototypes think... still, but the Guardian one they yeah. showed specifically on the stream, I didn't think looked... Very well put together. Um, the archer one looks really good, though. I like the archer one a lot.
1: The archer. I mean, I I want to get all three of them. I even looked up uh, the Wolf Link Amiibo prices because Wolf Link, if you scan it in, is an actual companion with you. Yeah, um, which in the is game Fallout, which it seems it is. I, yep, Dog <laughs> companion. It's very cool. Like I didn't expect that Amiibo specifically to have that much functionality. Yeah, I expected it to be like a skin, like they traditionally do. This is a that is what Toys to Life should be. Yeah, it should be don't of a change. But it's cool. Um, I Like, I know I can get Twilight Princess for 40 bucks right now
0: with the Amiibo on Amazon, mm-hmm. which, you know, I never beat that game. Which I got you should do. You should play it. You really should. You never even got to the best parts of the game. Yeah. So I you like know, all, all those later, later I... temples a lot, so... My brother really liked that game. He uh, he got
1: to the Sky Temple, I think. I think that's where he got stuck. That's,
0: the, that's like the last one. That's the last official temple. And then you've mm. got Ganon's castle at the end, and you've got Zant's fortress. Dun, dun, whatever. Dun, dun, so
1: It's, you know, those amiibo looked really, really good. I yeah. think they... One thing is like an amiibo, you know, fan from the both of us, you know, the Smash Brothers series is notorious for those pieces of plastic that hold up the figures. I That's think what, designed... what
0: my friend said when they showed the new yeah. link. He
1: said, where's, where's his P stand? Yeah, where's the P stand? They designed it really well. It's like a little cloud, which I thought is like a nice way to have him
0: be in a They've cool started They've started masking those a lot better than mm. the past couple There's, lineups.
1: Um, it's interesting we didn't see that bow today. You know, that could be the bow you want. The one that has the really big impact is that bow with the really funky light laser arrows you know we didn't see that today and Ananuma San said it is a very important part of the game in an interview with IGN so that could be it you know the other thing we didn't see was the musical instrument we didn't get any clues as to what that music element will be in this game
0: there hasn't always been one necessarily well, I mean, I, okay. I guess it's a the little only, different. The though. only ones uh, there's other Zelda, Zelda games Ocarina, I've played, the Wind Waker, there's the music elements. There's the Ocarina, there's the Wind Waker, there's the Howling as the and Wolf. And Twilight? Yeah, but that's then very different. That's for just very different. The Harp moment.
1: and Skyward Sword.
0: I forgot about the Harp. Like, see, good, those, these Zelda games that, that game I've played or mind. seen
1: have music elements, so I expect that, but I haven't played them all. You know, I don't think... I know Link Between Worlds didn't have a music element. George Mask uh, did,
0: but it was just the Ocarina of the Time Ocarina. again. So... Um,
1: duh, I don't think Link to the Past does. You know, Oracle of Ages and Seasons did, because it's in Link to Ocarina. the
0: Past does, I think. Sort of, very loosely. Remember when you go to the statues and you play that little song, and then the bird comes up by and picks you up and takes you to the next thing?
1: Okay. Oh, um, yeah, and then... Is that in Link Between Worlds, too? Link Link Between Worlds, you just ring the bell bell for fast travel. Yeah. So, I mean, as far as the 3D console Zeldas go, there's been a music element in all of them. Yeah. Uh, Even if it's as dumb as a wolf or... I
0: I like how much they're keeping hidden. And I like how much... We're looking at this now, and we all think this is a very weird Zelda game. And I guarantee you, by the end of it, it is very... I w I don't wanna say buy the book because the open world itself is such a huge departure, but I guarantee you as we progress through this game and get deeper into it, we're gonna end up having the Master Sword, we're gonna end up having familiar items, we're gonna end up ha- wearing a green tunic. It's gonna tun- feel like a Zelda game. It's we're gonna, gonna feel have like that adventure. We're gonna have a green tunic. I mean the things you think that the we have shows up. Yeah, for sure. The things that we haven't seen yet and that they've kept hidden purposefully. They're definitely going to show up at some point, point. and that's what that's what makes mm-hmm. me excited. Is because they're being very coy with some things, like and, and I mean the, all the things I was bringing up earlier. Where's the rupees? Oh, there's rupees in this game. Don't you worry?
1: Yeah, like the interview, they they are, they've they showed so much, but they also held so much back.
0: Yeah, I mean, and they basically I think just that, that is how kind of you show part.
1: off a game properly, especially since this game was revealed in 2014, and we haven't seen anything since. Yeah, I like, agree. This was. They they made up for lost time there because they could have pieced, they could have dripped all this out since 2014. But today it was just the dam broke, and all of this content came flooding out. And it was the right content. It wasn't here's the story, here's Zelda, here's who you're fighting, here's all the items, here's a dungeon, here's a boss. This There's was definitely
0: a lot more to see going forward. They're easing you in. And the thing I like is that I assume we're not going to see demos this expansive going forward again. So I do like I expect the, trailers from here on out which is makes me happy. I don't mind if they show a trailer in a uh, a dungeon in a trailer or something like that, but I didn't want to see I really didn't want to see them go step by step through a dungeon or anything like that. And yeah, I also and didn't want to see a boss. I like you know, how I aloof think, it's being. I think
1: the shrine scratched that dungeon itch. Uh, yeah, of showing it. Like yeah, and, showing what one would look like. That was like a tiny piece of it. Um bosses they didn't really show, but if you notice, we you remember in the trailer there was the big skeleton thing walking on the ridge, mm-hmm. and there was the rock monster. Like there are clearly going to be mini bosses and big bosses, plus the guardians and, and things like that. Which yeah, the guardians like from enemies. the demos seemed like really hard enemies to kill. Yeah,
0: the, basically this game looks looks wonderful. What they showed us was really good on a bunch f- of different fronts because it mm-hmm. showed us the things that we had the most questions about which was the world but they've also done a good job of still hiding the things we as Zelda fans are excited for and so I really thought it was a great show and because of that they 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 show, they showed made sure to show us the things that we were the most curious about but yeah I still a lot I to be excited about felt,
1: I don't know how you felt watching the first trailer but it it hit me right here, and I got I got teary eyed when I was watching that trailer, man. That yeah. when the when it went to the master sword, that's when I that's when I lost. I was, I,
0: like, I was pretty in awe of it. I was definitely it didn't hit me emotionally like that, but um, it hit me. I don't I know. Was so Maybe it's just. Happy. I think I'm just. I don't know. I'm just. Very, I've just been very cynical. You aren't been, on the train. You, I've, you just get, I've just been I'm very cynical. I've just been very cynical of Nintendo like the past like six months. So that doesn't Hop mean on I'm not train. excited for this. So Ugh, I can't I wait can. for you to be on the train. Zelda's like my favorite franchise ever, so I am very, I know. very excited. So please, you're the bigger no, Zelda fan, yeah? I probably am. So no one thinks that you, I'm well, you, hate, hate. At the you very know. least, you've played more than me. Yeah. At the very least, I think. I mean, I think it's safe to say I probably am a bigger fan than you. Honestly, you, I think it.
1: I I would agree with that. I, think I mean, you this are, is my king. This
0: is my Kingdom Hearts. Put it, that. Put it, it, it is, in that. And
1: you get better games more frequently than we do, but. <laughs> It's okay. Don't you worry. Just join on the train. Just one chew. Give me one. Chew, chew
0: choo-choo all right yes uh i think we're beating this horse to death at no, this point and no, i think the opponent to death but the lon lon ranch everything. owners are, the lon ranch owners are getting a little frustrated because we just beat their horse to death so we should probably get out of here and duck out for a second but we'll be right back in a minute we're gonna t- count down our top 10 game favorite top 10 favorite games week three edition with xbox the gamecube and the playstation 2 and the Game Boy advance so come right back here in a minute and we will count those down Welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you enjoyed that wonderful conversation about Zelda Breath of the Wild. We're very excited to get our hands on it whenever the heck that is. Um, So welcome to week three of our favorite game segment. If you haven't joined us in the past, we are counting down our favorite games of all time. But we are doing it first by console generation. So that we can narrow the list down to a group of about 50. And then (laughs) from that point, we can choose our top ten. So, Yeah, it's interesting. We're on week three right now, which means we are at the Nintendo GameCube, the PlayStation 2, the original Xbox, and the Game Boy Advance because we are including handhelds as well. So these are, are ten- great handheld games. Yes, there was a lot of good ones back then. Uh, so we these are, again, I've said this in the past, these are our favorite games. Now, not what we think is the best games, even though some of the games I have on my list I definitely think are the best. Um, these are for, for sure our favorite games, and... Yeah, mm-hmm. I think I and I said this to Max off the air but I'll restate it here. I think that Max and I have uno dos. I think we could have five in common.
1: He think all right, so five possibly. What's your minimum? One, so five's your max. One
0: two three three for sure. Three or a positive. Three, three for sure. And I'm almost wa- wanting to say four. Uh, no. Your I, I'll, I'll go back to five. I think we have five for sure in common.
1: Five for sure. Alright.
0: That's what I'll i I'm lay that I'll lay that down. So we'll see five, what we're in a couple minutes. Five that match for sure. 'Cause I know I know three of them are a hundred percent. I know four actually I know four of them are a hundred percent. There might be you mm. said there's one surprise. I th- well
1: I said. Let's see I- what's at. I think my honorable mentions will be surprising to you.
0: Well, let's hear those let's start with those. So this week yeah. our lists were very extensive because this is they were hard to cut. It was very difficult to cut back. It felt like I was uh, I was hurting my children when I finally cut my final two games. Uh, what is what is your honorable mentions? Just we don't have to go back mm. and forth just yeah give me I whole didn't want to
1: dig too deep into them. My honorable
0: mentions I'll start with some of the lighter
1: ones. Uh, Sonic Advance on the Game Boy Advance okay i i just that was my first sonic game and i really love it and it it holds a special spot in my heart i bought the other two um they're really fun games um splinter cell chaos theory
0: is one of them interesting i'm surprised i didn't make it for you
1: um that is one of i mean that is the best splinter cell game it is one of the best stealth games ever made it's utterly fantastic
0: but will there be another stealth game on your list hmm possibly i have a feeling and a notion
1: there is another stealth game on my list. Um, I
0: wonder which one it is.
1: Well, you'll see. Um, Kingdom Hearts Two was an honorable mention.
0: Ooh, interesting. Now, now Kingdom that Hearts is a process of elimination.
1: <laughs> Kingdom Hearts Two is an honorable mention uh, because of one of the rules we established specifically last week: not having games from the same franchise. So, and yeah. Kingdom Hearts, Kingdom Hearts is my absolute favorite franchise of all time, and so I had to choose which one was my favorite from this generation. So that, you know, Kingdom Hearts two I would put on there, but can't have two from the same series, which I think is totally fair and makes absolute sense. Um, Halo two was another honorable mention.
0: Okay, that was and that's interesting.
1: The the last one, which I think is the most surprise for you, is going to be Metal Gear Solid three
0: really really okay that was one of the ones i thought for sure would be on your list wow
1: okay i really wanted to put that one on my list i really did and i think you're gonna find the ones i put on there in its place like really bogus but the reason is like you said these are our favorite games yeah and totally fine not the best games if this was a best games list metal Gear solid 3 is absolutely on this list and metal Gear solid 3 is my favorite metal gear game but i think out of all the other games I put on there, the rest mean more to me in some capacity.
0: So we are. So I've already have, knocked you down to three. Yeah, we're down to three now. So <laughs> two surprises. Um, oh, I love it. Still, what are your honorable mentions? could still be five in common, but. Could be, we'll, yeah. We'll, you see, never we'll know. see. There's one that. There's a couple that I think. We could have in common, but it's going to be interesting. Uh, my honorable mentions, Resident Evil 4, probably the best Resident Evil. I played it on PlayStation 2. Um, play, I thought very, that was a GameCube game. It was a GameCube game. came to PlayStation Exclusive. 2 eventually. Oh, okay. So I played it on PS2 down the road. I, I burned through all those Resident Evil games at one point in my life. I went crazy. I think
1: you should try the demo. I really do. It's super I, short. I, th- I thought it's about such it today. A, it's such a tone piece, man. Just try it. How long is it? It's... It's, it took me 20, 30 minutes, and that's because I'm scared and because I was just terrified to, like, oh, walk places. I'll be places. horrified, too.
0: I, if I play it, I'll think about it. I'll think about yeah, it. If I, play it like, if I play it, it'll be, like, 3 in the morning one night this week with every light in my house off and my headphones on because that's how I play horror games even though I hate horror games. But so I put my headset on this morning and, like, made my room really dark. So you'll – I promise. See, that's how I that, – uh, quick tangent. That's how I play horror games. I hate horror games. But if I am going to play one, you better believe I'm going all out. I mm-hmm. I'm not gonna mess around. So uh, you shouldn't. I, yeah. If if I play it, I'm still I'm thinking about it. I, I think I probably will cave and try it out. But um, very excited for that in VR. So Resident Evil 4 probably the best Resident Evil. I liked it a lot. It didn't. Hit, I didn't play it until years after though. So I don't think it resonated with me like a bunch of other people did at the time. Uh, Pokemon Sapphire. I put that as another honorable mention. Probably my f- right behind Second. right I, right behind Silver is probably my favorite. I played Pokemon. like four or five playthroughs of Sapphire. My cartridge got so I, I was I was always playing that game every time I went anywhere with my parents because I mean back when you're a kid you, that you got to go everywhere with your parents you can't they can't leave you at home or whatever. So I was playing right. that game nonstop. Mm-hmm. So I know that feeling. So, yeah, I think I played four or five playthroughs of it. Um, Next, and this is... uh, I don't know. Um, I don't think it'll be on my list next week, so I'll just say it now, because I didn't know where to classify this one, because it fell into this generation of consoles, but it also kind of falls into the next generation of consoles for another reason. Half-Life 2, which is... Orange Box? Orange Box? see so it did come to the orange on the orange box on the 360 but it was originally a pc PC game game that i think released around this time 2003 or 2004 so i was really torn on that one i love half-life 2 but my experience with it was as a 360 game in the next generation but again we said we're going to put them in where they originally released so i thought i'd include half-life 2 here uh, Alright, That's fair. That makes sense. Next, Shadow of the Colossus, which is an awesome game. I cannot wait for um, Last Guardian. Last Guardian, which you gonna now get that collector's date. edition with that that statue?
1: No, I'm not going to. I don't have. So to put it. I love. I love that that game has a hundred dollar collector's edition. Like, really? uh the steel case is nice. The very yeah. pretty steel case. I didn't case. think it
0: was bad for a hundred bucks, though. I really didn't. Um, no, I I don't know how big the statue is. I've only seen a thumbnail, but it, it you know Shadow of the say. Colossus is gorgeous, the game is fun. I love that it's just all exploration and boss fights and it's one of the most emotional games I've ever played. It took it's one of those games where once you finish it, you it kind of takes something out of you and I I don't know, you get very introspective and you just kind of sit there and then you go wander around and take a walk outside and just think for about an hour and so Shadow of the Colossus Um, it's really fantastic I I liked it a lot I know that control issues and things like that but the story is phenomenal and it's got some fantastic themes in there as as well which I really liked these next two were really hard these are the last two? yeah these next two were very hard for me to cut and snip snip. It was tough. Super Mario Sunshine is one of them. That's that
1: is a, a Mario sin. Um, I got the GameCube later, and I never went back to it. I've always wanted to play it because I hear such divisive things about it, but my close some- friends My close friends all love it to death. So those are the people I trust the most. But online, I hear a little bit of backlash toward it. But that is the game I've always wanted to play.
0: The people who grew up with it and who experienced like the N64, Super Mario 64, and things like that, and then originally Sunshine came around, that was, I, I don't think it clicked with them for some reason. But for me, that was the first Mario game I actually played. 'Cause I okay. was never I rented it was the first one I bought and saw to its completion, I'll say that. Because I did play sixty four, but I never beat it or anything like that.
1: I love Super, Sunshine. I
0: love a bunch Super of the stuff. Super Mario Sunshine,
1: Sunshine apparently goes for around fifty dollars on Amazon. It
0: makes me so mad because I gave it to my cousin and he sold it. Ah
1: Fifty dollars? Gee, whiz. How much does <sighs> GameStop sell it for? I don't know if they oh
0: well, they probably Mem-
1: online they sell old games.
0: Anyway, so that one was really, really hard for me to cut because I do love Sunshine and I love so many things about that game. It's one of the fir- It's like one of the first games I got on my system. So that one was hard to cut. And the next one was very hard for me to cut because when I look back on like my, my favorite games and where I was at in these moments of my life and the things I was playing nonstop every single day, Guitar Hero Two. I got Ooh, on the Guitar Hero I forgot trip. about Guitar Hero. I got on Guitar Hero, like, as soon as it came out. I don't know how... I was a Guitar
1: Hero 3 guy. I think yeah, 3 has see, a better track. And old. that's
0: how I think most people were, was it slowly spread to people. I was there since the beginning, and I don't know how. We went to the store, and we just saw it, and... I mean, there used to be a ton of gimmicky things back in the day, where you'd just see them at the store and kind of blow them off. But for some reason... This one stood out to me and my parents, and even my mom was thinking that it was cool, and she's like, we should get this. We should really buy this. And so we did, and it was just, yeah. So I bought the and then first guitar. you played guitar- Free Bird. I and- bought the first Guitar Hero, and then the second one was better. I preferred it, obviously, for, I mean, it was better in most every way. Um, yep. And then I think I like the set list a little better, too, if I remember right. Um, I was also very torn on this one, too, though, because... They did eventually port Guitar Hero 2 to 360, and I played a ton of it on 360 as well. So I was kind they of did port the, it up to 360. They ported it to 360. Yeah. Okay. So it was the, that was the first one that was on the new generation of consoles, and so I was very torn on where to put this one. I decided to put it here with the PS2 stuff. Um, it I, I'm telling you, it barely barely missed my list. I it was, it was it was rough. Yeah, but I thought about it for a little bit and some other game, I so.
1: I'll have you know a sunshine is $25 on GameStop but it's not too bad. but it doesn't look like it comes with a case which I mean like a the Mario case so I would think a local retro store would be your best bet if you really wanted to buy that game again
0: or just cross your fingers and hope that the one on 3ds comes someday as it's been so okay. Rumored. so heavily rumored i would think that'd be cool all right so you're ready to
1: actually get into the top 10 yeah, list let's
0: ready to let's get ready to get into this because i know you've spent some more time on the honorable mentions this week um this is my week to start i think isn't it, it is it It is you, so, you, i started last
1: week so m- number 10 my
0: number 10, 10 10 10 10 10 my only game boy advance game on this list and i had a couple different ones to choose from but i decided to just go with the original warioware inc the original, hmm. fantastic minigame game. Could have done Twisted. I, yeah, so that was that was what I was trying to decide. do Twisted or should I do WarriorWare Warrior Inc.? And this was another game that I didn't buy because of word of mouth. I didn't really know anything about this game because I was reading a bunch of the gaming magazines back then. But somehow I just went to the store one day and they're like, oh, this new game just came out. And I was like, yeah, I'll buy that. I don't know what it is. Yeah, I'll buy that. And I got hooked into that game. And so if I was anywhere... When I was a kid, I was either playing mini-games on Wario, or I was playing Pokemon Sapphire. It was one of those two, and I felt like putting WarioWare Inc. on this list just because I talked about Pokemon last week, and I felt like WarioWare is the more unique game, and it's something I really remember from my advance back in the days, and it's a game I really greatly enjoyed.
1: WarioWare would be a great mobile game for them to do. Yeah, it would. I would and love you could that. do microtransactions of like minigame packs and yeah. get like five, ten minigames for five
0: bucks. It's kind of lost its way since they had, they had WarioWare Inc., they had WarioWare Twisted, they had Touched, they had the Wii one, and then they haven't really gone back. Wii U. Since they then. did Wii U. Yeah, I know, but it was very different. And uh, it was, I remember it was, like a it, few was, uh, standouts. it was Game and Wario, and it was like you could like create things. And I, it, I thought it wasn't that was the Touched one. The, no, it would no. Touched was the one on the DIY. Oh
1: DIY, you're forgetting WarioWare DIY. DIY that's the one. That's you, the one, that's the one that you got to make the game. Game and yeah. Wario was
0: very different, though. I
1: forget. I, I Thought it was mini would... games. Like I remember, there's a Game Boy Advance one, or like a Game Boy one where you have to like play your game on the, the game pad, but you have to watch for your mom coming in on the top screen. Oh that, yeah, the yeah, Wii U. Yeah. I think that was like a traditional
0: Warrior game. But I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Swerved?
1: Wasn't Swerve or something one of them? No. The Wii one?
0: What was no, the Wii one was, called? Uh, um, smooth Moves.
1: Smooth Moves. Yeah, you, you Smooth Moves. So they were, they've been good games. Um, My number 10 is also a Game Boy Advance game.
0: Can I take a guess? Sure, go for it. Is it Mario & Luigi? No, I never played uh, Superstar Saga. I thought you did. Okay. I thought you nope, were one my of my first
1: people. Mario & Luigi Because I haven't played game. it either. My first one was Partners in Time, which is still my only one I've played. Uh, Bowser's in the story. I hear great things about. It. I played a little bit of that, but anyway. Yeah. M- my number ten Game Boy Advance game, conveniently, is Mega Man Battle Network Three, white mm. version.
0: You're one of these
1: bozos. It's the only, it's the only network battle network game I had. It was my first introduction to Mega Man. This is not a Mega Man game in the traditional sense whatsoever. No. This is a, this is a battle card game with Mega Man skin on it. But I absolutely adored this game. Played it all the time. Collected as many rare chips as I possibly could. Um, built the best Mega Man you know I could. There was so much post-game content, like post-story that you could do, that was just so cool and secret to me. There was really, I thought, a world to explore, both in the the human world and the digital world. Later on in life, I found uh, the the alternate version, the blue version, at a GameStop for five bucks. Bought it, and it had a ton of rare chips on it, like rare, super, chips. like Banjo Kazooie
0: yeah. and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, like super rare cards or chips or whatever you want to call them. And I traded him over to white and then wiped it. so um, that game but the more important reason and why this made my list is it's the first video game to make me cry what? with its cheesy story. as a kid, you're more susceptible to these things, but at the end of the game, the Mega Man like sacrifices his life and saves everyone, including like your your main character's father and all the stuff like it's just this sacrifice and to me, at the time as a, a kid. I had never seen that in a game before. And it really moved me. And I played it in the... Um, I remember the final boss battle being so tough, and I beat it in the back of the minivan. My mom took us to a local hill to sled in the, the snow. Local and hill. I was During little hill. And I was beating the game in the back, and I told her, no, wait, I have to beat this. So everyone got out of the van and was sledding, and I'm just sitting in the car bundled up in my jacket... Beating this game, and I'll always remember that, and that game, because of all of that like just holds a very special spot in my heart.
0: I'm sure it's a really bad game in hindsight I have a so I have a quick story about it somebody got me i mean there was a bunch of battle network games, but somebody got me there one.
1: were six or seven somebody before got they me moved one on to star force f-
0: for my birthday one year, and mm-hmm. I was like, oh thanks so much, man, thanks I really appreciate it and then like I got home and I was like Nope, never playing this game ever, and I, I, cause I was like, this is dumb. I'm not playing Mega Man. This is dumb. Mega Man's stupid. Mega Man's dumb. Wow. I, I don't know why. I didn't know anything You're about so it. So
2: heartless.
0: So I waited until like a couple years later, you know. and, and then I found a friend who liked them. I was like, you like those games? He's like, yeah. I was like, I'll sell you one for twenty bucks. And he's like, all right, I'll buy that. So I sold it for twenty bucks.
1: <laughs> you can buy it's um both versions are on the Wii U E Shop.
0: Yeah, I think I remember seeing that.
1: Which, like, you know, part of that's on my wish list. Like, that's, like, Max, you have $8 to bl- spend. Here you go. Um, gosh, that, like, so I love that, that game. That's that was so my experience
0: with that game. Yeah, so I think, I don't know if you have any more Game Boy Advance games. I've done all of mine. Let me give a couple quick other shout-outs before I do number nine. Oh, my God. I know, I know with the shout-outs, Mario and Donkey Kong was really good. I love that game. Mm-hmm. And the Yu-Gi-Oh! trading card games. Phenomenal. If I, that was, it was those three. It was Pokemon. You play those, but not Mega
1: Man Battle Network trading card
0: games. Trading card games. The Yu Gi Oh trading card games. And, uh, whatever the other one I said, WarioWare. It was like those three. Those were the, those were the three amigos that were in and Mm -hmm. out of my uh, Game Boy nonstop. So, number nine. Number nine. I think you're going to be surprised at how low I put this one. But, um, and timely with the episode uh Wind Waker Wind Waker at number nine wow that low so I that low yeah it's not it's not a wow it's not bad by any means I don't really have any problems well I do have no, I
1: know. I know what you mean because it's not saying like every game after this is better than that. It's just your favorite, and that's yeah, yeah. what's so surprising. I don't
0: to know. Me. I love Wind Waker. I really do love Wind Waker, but I don't have an attachment to it like I do some of the when, other Zeldas. For the
1: For the record, Wind Waker is my favorite Zelda game.
0: I know it is. So, um,
1: Gosh, Wind Waker's so good.
0: Yeah, I prefer, I, I prefer Ocarina, I prefer Twilight Princess. Um, there's yeah. nothing like getting the boat and that music just swells. Yeah, I like it sea. a lot. I like it a lot. I think the reason I put it so low though was because I didn't. It took me like three years to beat this game, two or two years or something like that. Because what? when I got to the Triforce quest, I didn't know what to mm-hmm. do, and that stalled oh. me for like a year. I put it down for a year and eventually came back and I was like, I need to beat this freaking game, and. It took me a while, and i i, I when you're a kid you I, I at least i i did i don't have the same mind frame as I do now where I'm playing this game, I need to just play this game until I get this game finished with back in the day I'd be like i'll play Zelda tonight oh tomorrow. Uh, I'll play this. I'll play Mario tonight. And it was just kind of like a grab bag. I could play whatever any night and I outside of PlayStation 2, and maybe I'll play this tonight. And I, I, I don't know. It was just kind of a rotating cycle. I wasn't playing anything with regularity. So it took me forever to beat Wind Waker. And I think because I played it in such a disjointed manner, um, it really didn't have a hold on me as much as I think some of the other ones. I did go back later and I played through the whole game again and I played it. Uh, I played it, like, all through at once. So I I have played it through in, like... A setting, I like, a, like like a one like, lengthy session. Yeah, yeah, whatever you want to call it, like over a course of a couple of weeks or whatever.
1: So... Fo- a focused playthrough, no yeah. distractions.
0: so I, I like the game a lot. I really do. I wouldn't say it's one of my favorite Zeldas. I like it a lot, though. I don't like the temples in it, though, and the dungeons. Um, and I also don't like how few there are. I'd really only say there's about... 3 in the there, not, not 3 there's about 5 in the game which is very low yeah. compared to most other games They were
1: supposed to be there was supposed to be one but they two more but they cut them I mean you got the two in the
0: beginning you got the two at the end and then you've got the one in the middle of the Tower game Tower of the Gods Yeah so there's really only 5 temples or dungeons whatever you want to call them and I mean
1: yeah and you'd call the fortress as like a mini temple
0: Yeah like but semi-temple. it doesn't it doesn't feel like one whatsoever mm-hmm. really No so
1: I, I, no I wouldn't add that to the list at
0: all so I like it, but like my favorite thing about Zelda is the dungeons, and mm-hmm. this one didn't really have them as much. So I, I don't know. It's, it's for a bunch of reasons that I think it is this low. Again, it's a phenomenal game, though. Like, if you haven't played it, please go play it. It's, it's a Zelda play, game still.
1: Please play the Wii U HD version if you can. Um, yes. Besides looking way better. i play it, that.
0: I still haven't played that since I owned it, since I bought it. Really
1: fantastic. Yeah, because they trim, with my they trim Wii U. that Triforce Quest way down and the Swift Sail. And
0: it's utterly gorgeous. Maybe I'll maybe I'll play that one. I it's a great game. I don't know. I need something to play. Figure it out. But what's your number nine? Game? I use number nine. Luigi's Mansion. Luigi's Mansion. I thought about this one. It's a fine game. Never it, left them marked. Such March, a
1: off, you know? such a wonderful little spin off title. It's really unique. I think it, There's It nothing is. Else it nails like the it. atmosphere. Uh, I don't know if you knew this. It was actually originally a fishing simulator game. And then I Miyamoto Miyamoto walked in and goes this would be a good Luigi game. And they turned it into Luigi's Mansion. I think that game is just has a ton of charm to it. I love the music, the whole mansion exploring it. It's the first game I've ever, it's very short if you know what you're doing. It's the first game I ever speed run um, where I just sat one night and beat it. It took five and a half hours and I caught all 50 boos and, you know, beat the game. It's such a, it's just so fun and charming each room's different it's got so much character and i love it it's it's a fantastic little
0: game i like it it's it's fun it's it's quirky it's very Mm luigi-esque i I like the feel of it and egad and vacuuming Mm -hmm. up ghosts it's just it's funny it's quirky it's a very like i said unique game um yeah solid choice my number eight i love it My number eight. So, again, and by seeing this on this list, I don't want people to think I'm a player hater if you listen to this show every week. So me putting this on this list and me putting this above Wind Waker, especially, should say a lot. Kingdom Hearts 2. Phenomenal game.
1: Interesting. You put two on there.
0: I did put two on there. I like two more than one. I really do, which is why I was... And I thought you were in the same camp, which is why I was surprised, because I know Kingdom Hearts will be on your list at some point, but... I was very surprised that it wasn't two. Because I think two has the better gameplay for sure, and I like the two, story overall a little bit more. The story I do
1: believe is better, but two's gameplay, I, I do not like the magic system. They the magic system is very I think backstep after one, and then I do think like the core combat was a little more dumbed down. It was more square 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 hit triangle when prompted. Kind of similar to a God of War in that way. But it was still very it's similar very... to the first one I thought, but it was more
0: fluid.
1: Oh, very much more fluid and flashy. Like you did really cool awesome things. Like it's it was a very polished and bigger and more ambitious version of Kingdom Hearts. It's just those it's the as a huge Kingdom Hearts fan, it's the minor things that make me like a doc. Like if I did a Kingdom Hearts list, gosh, that'd be great. You but have done one. I think, I think on yeah, the show. on this podcast with Brian. Um, yeah, but gosh, yeah, but Kingdom Hearts, fantastic game.
0: Yeah, it's uh, really good. I like the I like the worlds more than the first one. I Roxas like is great. Love I, I like Roxas. I like Roxas and the Nobodies and Organization 13. Like, there's a bunch of things in that game that I do like and uh yeah so it's on my list so if i ever do give you a hard time i do like the series but i know you just do not but it's on... so easy it's so easy to make fun of the series it is very easy to make fun of the series oh, it's like it's a great. guilty pleasure
1: game because yeah. it's so goofy who names their Literally. video games kingdom hearts hd roman numeral two point regular you know regular number number eight, eight. so 2. 8, remix. Final Chapter Prologue. Like, what kind of dumb name is that?
0: Who combines me with Japanese anime? It's very all very strange. Tetsuo um, Nomura. Number eight, Max.
1: Metroid Prime. <laughs>
0: I'm really? Not a, I'm not a fan personally. No. Wow. Which is why when you which is why when you because we were talking about this earlier, how I wish Metroid would have a very like drastic change in their franchise and you said Metroid Prime, I was like, Yeah, I guess that's true, but I just That was like the drastic
1: Prime. change because Metroid traditionally was a two D platformer exploration game and it went first person. And no one thought it could be done and it was done very well. I love the environments. It's such a live world. The music is fantastic. Um Fandana Fandana Drifts specifically has just wonderful, eerie, creepy music. It really captured the spirit of the Metroid games exploring isolation and put it in this first-person game Um, it's I think a very pretty game It holds up very well I think and it just has so many it has such great attention to detail and you know the launch of this game is also very interesting because it launched alongside uh, Metroid Fusion for the Game Boy Advance and that was your 2d Metroid and people look back at Fusion and it's a little chatty, um, hold your hand a little bit. So it's kind of a different Metroid experience, which is where the franchise eventually went, especially with other M. But Metroid Prime, when that launched, was the in fact the more traditional Metroid in that sense. And it's you know, it spawned the Prime trilogy or I guess, yeah, the Prime trilogy, Prime trilogy with one yeah. with one on DS. Echoes so.
0: and corruption.
1: Mm-hmm. And I think that was one way they made Metroid relevant again, and then yeah. now we now we have nothing. It was a very. <laughs> now it's nothing. Yeah.
0: Now it's nothing. Now it doesn't exist. So I love I love Metroid Prime. They're they're fine games. I've always thought they were a tad overrated. I, they just never clicked with me, and I don't dislike Metroid or anything like that. But I thought there were better shooters. And have you I tried just, them on Wii? I have played Metroid... The one I've played the most of, so I haven't played any of them to completion. But um, I played Metroid Thri- Prime 3 all the way through. And, uh, okay. It was a fine game. Because there is the trilogy, which yeah. was
1: my first Steelbook. And that takes 1 and 2, gives it the 16.9, but it also gives it Wii controls, which yeah. is really a great addition it works to well, the
0: game. Like the, It works well. They work well... Uh, control wise and they they're fine games they're not bad by any means but they're just games that never clicked with me specifically and i don't know why that is because yeah like i said they're not bad but i don't know just nothing i cared about when i was a kid i guess so yeah nice choice though solid choice I, yeah I, was I had a text to send but um no, you're i apologize fine. for that metro prime great game love it um, number seven for me. This is one so I had this is weird. I had my list like set up in a way I and I don't know how I did this, but like I had like my ten, nine and eight slots set, and then for some reason whichever game I was gonna cut out of this like group of three I had, I knew I was gonna slot in at the seven slot. Which sounds That's very strange. Weird. Yeah, it is very strange. You normally would cut nine mm-hmm. or ten. Yeah, but I left some of the other ones in there because I thought they were more important. But the one I put in here at this slot, Battlefront Two. I think, which I think,
1: actually should not surprise me whatsoever.
0: Yeah, I. Uh, Battlefront Two is one of the great games of this generation, let alone one of the great Star Wars games ever. And, and I think the one of the trends here that we're going to see with uh, probably a couple of my upcoming games, at least three or four of them, is multiplayer. And I was thinking about this when I was putting my list together. This was the era of couch multiplayer and playing with your neighbors from around the neighborhood and things very like that. Very much so. I so, remember
1: Halo 2 LAN parties. Yeah, vividly.
0: Yeah, so the game some of my games on this list are very distinctly tied to playing with my friends. As mm-hmm. I was a kid, and Battlefront is one of those. I played Battlefront a lot by myself, but I also played it a lot against my brother, against my neighbors, against even my dad played it against us. He liked it as well. And the addition of the space battles, the addition of uh, all of the all of the different classes, the fact that you could play as Jedi and the other characters from the mm-hmm. movies, and things like that. Battlefront's awesome. Battlefront Two's great. I. Don't think the campaign was good or ever was good, which is why I don't understand why people were complaining that the new one definitely needed one. They just win. I
1: think they wanted a Star Wars campaign more than anything. The
0: the campaign in this game was the multiplayer copy and pasted into campaign missions where you did nothing but what you normally do in a normal multiplayer game anyway. So I don't know why people complained about that with the new one. I digress. Battlefront Two is awesome. I really loved it. I sunk a stupid amount of hours into that game, and it's incredibly fun. So it's my seven. My number seven, Mario Kart Double Dash. I had a feeling this would be on there for you, and this is one that I'll say up front is not on there for me because it's not one I ever purchased. It was one I that like my neighbors had, and I played a ton with them.
1: I never owned it either. You I played did it, it okay. at. I played it at my friend Tony's house all the time. Yo, Tony. And... Kind of. But I actually didn't own it until recently when I bought my second Wii. Um, they kind of gave me all their GameCube games with it, and I got this really nice edition of du- uh, Double Dash. Double Dash is, I think, the last time the Mario Kart series was risky and imaginative and with the double cart system, you know, two characters, one cart. I think that lent more strategy to it the game is super fast i think it's um the fastest mario kart up until mario kart 8 as far as a sense of speed i
0: would agree with you with that
1: it's has some of uh, you know we talked back when mario kart 64 was on our list this is you know mario kart 64 is the tracks i look forward to the most in retro and then it is double dash and then stages that baby park exactly like this is a game you just stayed up late at night with your friends and you just play it over and over and over it had such cool modes i remember 100 percenting this game on my memory card borrowing nice. friends copies like this you know there was that special like the all cups where you did all four cups in one sitting like that <laughs> yeah I remember that, that game is just so good and it i think it's the last decent battle mode i mean n64 had the better one but this was the last battle mode that was of anything of significance or importance to the franchise and it's a game i'm absolutely absolutely reminiscent for um i'd love to play it every now and then mario kart parties when i have them that is one of the definite ones we play when we uh boot boot up the mario karts i love double dash
0: yeah it's a very good game uh again i didn't own it so I didn't play a ton of it, but it is. I would definitely say it's one of the better Mario Karts. I'd say 8, Double Dash, and 64 are the three best, for sure. I'd throw um, DS in there. DS is very good, too. I always forget about DS. I don't know why. DS um, is the one that made it
1: online, like online Mario yeah, Kart. Yeah, yeah. Was... No,
0: DS, I played a ton. That was probably one of my most played DS games. Um, I don't know how I always forget that. Um, Number six for me, again, following in the same vein as the previous game with uh, the multiplayer and why I adored this game, Halo 2. I was going to say Halo 2. Halo 2, yeah. Um, Stellar I,
1: campaign, even better multiplayer. Solid
0: campaign. I never really got into Halo. I always had an Xbox, but I never bought Halo. I knew about it. I played it. And I thought it was fun. But I didn't really start getting into it until later on, and I bought this fairly late after the game had come out but my friend had it and I was going to I went to his house like a couple times a week and uh we would always end up playing it just multiplayer one-on-one versus versus each other and then uh slowly we started adding my brother to the mix and then me and my brother were like okay let's buy this game and so we bought it ourselves and then we would have halo parties over at our house all the time and it was it was nuts. It was really fun. Again, another game my dad used to play with us a lot. He used to like to play a lot of Halo with us. Um, I, I, yeah, the campaign's fine. campaign's cool. Um, it's there. Um, but this 90, 95% of the reason why this game's on my list is because of the great memories I have with the multiplayer. And right. um, if I would have had an internet connection back in the day, I can only imagine how much I would have played it online. So Halo 2. It's awesome. One of the great games, multiplayer games from my childhood. I really enjoyed it.
1: Number six for myself, Super Smash Brothers
0: Melee. Ah, okay. All right, interesting. We're getting pretty real here.
1: Yep. this uh, Melee I've sunk over 200 hours in. It was
0: my very first GameCube game. I have every trophy. Well, you have to sink um, 200 hours into it to unlock Mewtwo. Wasn't no, that, I like, did the, the other way. was that the rumor Rumor back in the day?
1: Yeah, I think it was 75 stars, though. Yeah. It was, like, the one way. Um, gosh. This game still is played to this day.
0: Yeah. It still this has game, a
1: thriving community. This this game has an unbelievable legacy. I, you know how I said I played Double Dash all the time with friends? Melee is even more than that. I mean, there's... I remember battles from that game it had a fantastic experimental adventure mode classic so many different modes it had all these cool stages um its speed is unrivaled in any of the smash games the it's roster so t- the roster is so solid and it was so expansive at the time so expansive. in hindsight one. it's all clones but yeah that's they're, true they're tweaked minorly to adjust
0: they're really cool um yeah i guess gosh, that is right because like, uh, mewtwo was kind of a samus clone Pichu was a pikachu clone who else was in it that was new young link roy and marth roy Cloth. and marth while unique Captain in, falcon uh, ganondorf
1: things. fox falco mario yeah. dr mario
0: yeah that's true they are all clones don't you worry
1: um but i mean they're all different a little ways and if you talk to the community there there's definitely a tier list there um I don't think there's anything else I can say about this game except it's fan-flippantastic,
0: and it's my number six. Very good game. Again, the multiplayer stands out Is yeah, I played a lot of that game. Um, My number five, one of the great RPGs from this console generation, and the one that I know is on Max's list, it's Paper Mario and the Thousand-Year Door. It is, uh, mm mm-hmm we could talk about it now or we could talk about it in inevitably in a couple minutes um it's yeah it's it's phenomenal it's really one of the best rpgs ever i think um and one of the best of this generation uh easily the best on the easily the best mario pg on the gamecube it, i love how funny it's it the, is i
1: think it's the best mario rpg yeah made. for sure it doesn't I think...
0: have a Oh, I guess it does have a decent amount of competition with all the Mario and the Ouija games. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, it's a phenomenal game. It's one of my favorite RPGs ever. It's so quirky. It's so funny. I love all of the different characters, uh, your companions that fight with you. They've all got their own unique abilities. They've all got their own unique personalities that I think is great. I think that... uh... Who's your favorite sidekick? Uh, I really like the Yoshi for some reason.
1: He he had this punk vibe that was very cool. Yeah, and I
0: liked riding on him and uh yeah, I, I like the Yoshi pretty well. I'm trying to think what else there were what? There's else there Goombella. Was. Yes. There is the Koopa, Miss Flurry.
1: There's the Koopa. There's Koops. There is um Vivian. Vivian. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. Yoshi. Yeah, there's, there's the the Yoshi's bomb, my bomb for sure. The bomb guy, like
0: Bombberry bomb.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I remember um, him. And last but not least, Ms. Mouse.
0: Yep, I love all the different locations. It feels like a Zelda game with you hunting down the different crystal stars, but it's an RPG. So, really like it. Um, And I will say that the the wrestling location in that game... Glitz Pit. ...is one of my favorite... Rock! It's one of my favorite storylines. It's one of my favorite areas in any game ever. That Mm -hmm. part of the game... Specifically, while all of it is good, that part specifically is incredible, and I love it. That is, it's the best part of the entire game, I, I think. It I don't is. know what your it's favorite part is. It's a wonderful part. But, um, I'll tell you about my favorite part a little later. Yeah, on. we'll learn about it in a little bit. So, what's your number five?
1: Metroid Zero Mission. Mm, two Metroids. And the reason I included this was because they are, too vastly they are two vastly different games in the same yep. franchise um Metroid Zero Mission took the basic I mean the engine so to speak from Fusion the other Game Boy Advance Metroid and recreated the original Metroid in this beautiful pixel Game Boy Advance game um it is you know there's Castlevania Symphony of Night and then there's Metroid Zero Mission and for me they're both up there together. These are the for me. These are the games that make Metroidvania. This game is near perfection. I just replayed it not very, not too long ago. It's on the Wii U Shop now, which still doesn't make sense to me. I don't know how it's so eerie. It's music. It's bosses. It's level design. Your upgrade systems. The the epilogue. That wasn't in the original game. The zero part of it, where Zero Suit Samus is introduced, all of this makes a wonderful game. It is a must-play video game.
0: Have not played it, so I cannot speak to it. I'm sure it's good. I mean, you, that, I, I would play. That's a I game would,
1: you should get on your Wii U. That I would, absolutely. I would, I would play, play that
0: over Prime, though, for sure. So. Um. Oh, yes, you should. So, yeah, can't speak to it, but I take your word. I've heard you talk about it many times. All right, Max, these next four where it gets real, it gets very real. Um, now, wait, I do want to refresh
1: her really quick. How many games do we have in common so far? So far that have been confirmed?
0: Um, um, confirmed?
1: I like guess. The, yeah, that we've gone over. I guess none. So you have to get your your three because, remember, I've debunked two of them. So we have to get the next three In these next four, so good luck.
0: Well, I mean, you could have yours higher listed than mine. That's what I was going Yes, no, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay, okay. You
1: have to get your three that match with
0: mine within these next four. Okay, well, I know we got one, so there's one. Do do you? Do you? Are you sure? No, I've got, I said three guaranteed. You
1: said three guaranteed. There's no way it can be five or four now because I've debunked two of them. I I, so, I still
0: got three. I've still got three. Yeah,
1: so that's what I'm saying. You have to get your three here. I still so. got th-
0: I still got three. I, I trust it. I have faith in myself. But you did All debunk. Right. Kingdom Hearts your... 2 was the one that you debunked that I thought would be on And there. Metal Gear. And Metal Gear. That was the other one. So um, what is your number four? This is where it gets hard. This is where it got really hard. And um, I wanted to put this specific game much higher because it is honestly – when I think of favorite games ever, this is up there, and this will give you an insight into what was going through my mind last night. Because number four is Spider-Man Two. Ooh,
1: this yeah! Is, no, Spider-Man Two is a fantastic game.
0: This is one of my favorite games ever. I can't tell you how many hours I spent only swinging around the city. I would, mm-hmm. I, if I would go back to this game constantly, not to do, not to play any missions. Not to not to play a new story playthrough, I just felt like I, I want to go spend like an hour just swinging around the city. And I would do that all the freaking time. I don't think time. any
1: other Spider-Man game has nailed it quite like that, as far as the web slinging.
0: And, and as far as the city goes, too, like, I, I mean, I, years after I had got the game, I was still playing it and figuring out new things. And, oh, shoot, I just i just hooked onto this helicopter and i'm gonna have it drag me over to ellis island and i'm gonna hang out over there and climb the uh, statue of liberty like you could do a bunch of crazy stuff like that that uh if you tried hard enough you could figure out how to do it and uh the game's just great i mean it's a light it's probably one of the best licensed movie games ever if not the best um, it's very, based, it's very certainly lo- one of them. based very loosely around the movie too, and uh, I mean it's got some of the same points, but for the most part they introduce a bunch of cool characters in it: Black Cat, Mysterio, um, I think Shockers in there as well mm-hmm. as along along with Doc Ock. So. Wasn't Rhino in it? I think he. May or am have... I thinking of the PS one game? He may have. I forget which one he was in.
1: I Definitely in the PS one game. I He's in that.
0: Ultimate Spider Man for sure, but. Mm i can't remember which is another game i actually very much liked um spider-man 2 it's a phenomenal game i love spider-man so much it's one of the great open world games ever probably the first great open world game i'd say i ever played um and i'm just yeah i'm forever in love with that game and i insomniac please one might screw it up. Warm, Sonic, my, warm my heart. I don't think they'll screw it up, but if they could make me have those same feelings I felt when I was 11 years old playing Spider-Man 2, then yeah, they got they've got something good on their hands. They have they have the magic. My number four. So let me see. Let me see if I know what your next four are. I think I know what. I just guess number four right now. One, two. I know what three of them are. Don't you know, know what three of them. them. You're confident in I'm three. I'm very confident in three of them. Yes. Okay. My uh, number four,
1: and I'm telling you this right now, this is the one that's going to make it or break it for you if we have three or not. All right, bring it on. Sly Cooper 2, Band of Thieves.
0: I didn't even think about Sly.
1: You are Oh, person. man. Oh, Sly man, Cooper.
0: I didn't even think about putting Sly on my list. How did that s- – s- oh man how did that slip through yeah dang now dang yeah that would probably crap. have been on now my list. i feel really
1: bad because i feel like i screwed up the name of it and now i have to look this up slide two. slide two band of thieves that's what i said right i don't know because three is honor among thieves yes that's okay i didn't screw it up it is band of thieves okay I don't feel bad now. Sly two band of thieves. It how took did the first forget game. About this that. is this is one of the this is a great sequel. This is how you do a sequel. Open environments, pickpocketing, fantastic story, fantastic bosses. Um the episode seven, I believe, the train robbery is one of the great oh, Yeah. One of the great missions of all time. I because love, there's I no love, boss, yeah. it's solely prepping for this train robbery. Oh my gosh. I also the, love when Bentley... Bentley is the character. ...is alone. Ha-
0: and and you have to save them. To yeah.
1: And it it ends on a very dark note. It ends... The v- game Murray, itself? Yeah, the game. Oh, yeah, Bentley's yeah, legs Bentley are broken. Parado- like, he's Bentley paralyzed. paralyzed yeah. Murray goes into a depression and leaves. Like, every... It's a dark ending. Yeah, um, about that. It has such a charming cast. You know, that game... Is the best Sly Cooper game? I don't know. I, think how
0: I forgot about that. I'm very frustrated with myself
1: because that probably
0: would have been on my list
1: too. It's it is a m- wonderful game. It just made everything better about it. You could play as all three characters for the first time, so you could play as Murray and Bentley, and they had unique styles. They weren't copies of each other. Yeah, there were different parts of the map you could only explore. Certain people, which is only, cool. Cause...
0: You can only do certain missions as certain people and things like that. Yeah, and you know. It.
1: Some people look at it and go, "Well, they just stretched it out because you fought every boss twice, um, in some capacity. You fought the tiger guy twice. You fought the spider and the. Um, you fought the buffalo. Like you fought everyone twice except the lizard. Um,
0: That's true. I. The one thing I will say about that game that I didn't like was, uh, Clockla or Nila or whatever her name. Clockla. Was. Yeah. yeah. Well, I she's, mean, she's, she's a end. very poor bad guy.
1: She. Her yeah her motives like aren't there but you know it's the the twist you know she betrayed you um not there are iconic moments like the dance scene with carmelita where you're in disguise in the ball that's so great each environment is vibrant and different and feels unique it's fun to explore and find all 30 bottles and get the special moves this game is how you make a sequel it's wonderful. I agree. I love... It
0: really does improve on everything from the original one, and the collectibles, finding the bottles and things like that. I love that. Yeah, there's a there's. It is...
1: It's the best in the series still. Mm-hmm. So. For me, it goes Sly Two, Sly Four, Sly Three, and the. Or, no, I'm sorry. Slide yeah, Sly Two, two. Sly Four, Sly One, and Sly Three.
0: I don't know where I rank them after Sly Two. I know that's the best, but I don't know where what I would. do I after think
1: that. also Sly Cooper Two has the best Carmelita, voice. Because
0: Carmelita is an yeah, actress. Yeah, because then she gets game. very Hispanic later on, which and I thought, three. Which I thought was strange. Four, though, is really good. You, depending
1: on the day, I might say four is the best. Like, two and four have fantastic voice actresses
0: for Carmelita. Yeah, I agree. She, Carmelita is the best in that one. Very good game. I I adore that game. I like it a lot. So. so,
1: I just want you to know, we now do not have three games that match.
0: Mmm one two yeah we do yeah we will okay we will. I, I'm telling you because I haven't. Li- I haven't uh, finished. You, my, your I've,
1: list and my list could match up on the back end. Okay, uh huh. Yeah, because
0: I may have said I may have some coming up that you, have, that already you have already said. Already
1: said. Okay. Yeah. Never mind. I didn't think of that. I was looking at my list and going, well, he can't say any of
0: those. Oh, okay. Never mind. We do. We might have three yet. So we're into we're into the home stretch. The final three. Number three. And this is a game I don't feel like we need to talk about too much because I have talked about it on this show ad nauseum. Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater. I love me some Metal Gear Solid. This is the best one in the series. This is the best Metal Gear Solid game. I love Survival, the camo. I love the change of pace, uh, the change of character. I love the change of the narrative, uh, the time period. It's got the best front to back story. The bosses are phenomenal. I mean, again, we've talked about this game a million times, and it is perfection. <laughs> yeah, it's it was tough to cut from my list. It really, personally, was. I, yeah, I can't believe you. I, can't, I really can't believe you did. Mega
1: Man, Mega Man. Yeah, I'm telling you, Mega Man I'm over it because of the reasons I talked
0: about. Yeah. I told um, you you'd be
1: upset at what took its place.
0: Yeah, I really – so I actually – if I do want to give a quick story about this one, though. So I, I bought that collection. I've talked about it on the show before. I finally got – by when I got to Metal Gear Solid 3, though, and I was about a, three hours into it, I had also just recently – just that – I knew I was getting close, and Metal Gear, Metal Gear Solid 4 had just released. And I was like, I need this because I love these games now. I need Metal Gear Solid 4. So I sold everything I had. Xbox wise, original Xbox wise, and I bought a um, a PS3, and we bought the Metal Gear Solid PS3. Came Metal Gear Solid Patriots. Yeah, the Metal. Metal Gear Solid 4 PS3. It came with the game, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, I have it! I have this game, this game that people have talked about forever." I didn't know why it was so good. Now I do. I can't wait to play it. I haven't even beat three three yet, and so I like. I was like, "Oh man, this is going to suck. I'm going to have to grind through 3." And then I adored 3. I thought 3 was phenomenal. And then three I is. played through 4 like a week later and I was like, "You know, I think I like 3 better. 3 is better." So, four I that, great, I played I played those two for the first time ever back to back. And I was expecting to be absolutely blown away by 4, which I was. But when I looked back at on it in retrospect, I was like, "Okay, yeah, I think Snake Eater's better." So. fan-flippantastic. So that was always very interesting to me that I had four in my house, and I had a PS3, but I refused to turn it on until I had beaten Metal Gear Which Solid three. Smart. A That's couple days later. Do. So I was very good about it. So number, number three, three, the Legend of Zelda: Wind Waker. So there's one. Ding, 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 ding.
1: Ding. Our first match.
0: Okay. So, far
1: in. Legend of Zelda: Wind Waker. Um, just for my little personal take on it, because we did talk about it earlier. I- I've said this story before, uh, so I won't go ahead at it length. But this is the first Zelda game I ever played. Um, I was I did all this research on this game. Why I, you know this was one of the PowerPoint presentation games of like why I should be able to play this. Uh, I did so much research to the point where I tracked down a Game Boy cable at a Circuit City before Circuit City closed forever, so I could do the Tingle Tuner. Um, I learned I explored this game front to back. I learned all the, the secrets, the glitches, um, single tuner secrets. I explored this game front to back, top to bottom, filled out the C chart. Um I absolutely adore this game. It is my favorite Zelda game. Um there's just something about the sense of exploration. And I know it's just a cheap way to do it for the system at the time, just being in an open ocean. You know, you're sailing yeah. island to island. But being in that boat, and then the rain would come, and then it would clear, and then the music would just gently come in and swell, and then you'd get the doo 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 doo. It's just. <sighs> and t- stabbing Ganondorf in the face. That's
0: the group moment. I really love
1: that. Oh, one. like that just and then going into old Hyrule underwater, like that game, as an introduction to the franchise, was perfect for me, and it's the reason I bought a Wii U at that time. I did because of the Wind Waker Wii U version um, system and the HD game. I bought I bought the game again in HD just for the Ganondorf statue. I love Wind Waker. Me too, and it's a good choice. Yeah, and gosh, I've only beaten f- beaten front to back four Zelda games. Wind Waker is one of the. Well, actually, if my weed didn't break, Skyward. which ones actually, is it?
0: Which ones? The when I Skyward beat, Skyward Wind Waker and what else? Link Between Worlds and yes. Phantom Hourglass. Phantom Hourglass, you beat because
1: a hundred percent in Phantom Hourglass because it was a Wind Waker sequel and I I actually am a fan of the touch controls I thought they were cool and innovative they they weren't bad I played the game it wasn't Um, awful. when I beat when I get into a Zelda game and I beat it I generally try to go to 100% I was doing that with Skyward Sword but my disk drive broke and my Wii died right in, like, my hype moment for Skyward Sword. Like, I had just beaten it, beaten Demise and everything. And was like, here we go. Let's get 100% everything. And then it died. And I have not gone back since um, because it took, like, two or three years for me to buy a Wii again to replace it. Um, But that's my number three, Wind, Wind Waker. Hmm. So...
0: Two games also left for you.
1: So our first match. So, two, number two, Logan.
0: Super Smash Bros. Melee. Dun, There's two. Nah, nah. There's two. And we know another one's upcoming somewhere. So, you did get it right. You so I did three. get three at the very least. Um, Melee, for all the reasons you said. I've played this game. I couldn't even tell you how many hours. Um, probably played this game more than any other game on my list today. And... Um, I played it like every single day every single day of summer and even up until and I, and I think about this with Smash Bros. games a lot specifically because I still play them. And mm-hmm. I still come back to Melee sometimes. We'll grab a Wii and we'll grab some we'll grab somebody's copy of Melee and we'll play it for six hours one night with me and a bunch of my friends. And so at, at UCF,
1: our Smash Brothers community at UCF I think like every Wednesday or Thursday out in this like common area out by conveniently our Chick fil A under this very convenient roof, they bring out CRTs, Wii's, and GameCubes and play Melee (laughs) out in this like common area. People walk by, people can jump in, people bring their controllers. Melee, while not necessarily lightning in a bottle because they keep making great Smash games, there is pure magic in Melee in that sense
0: yeah i agree with you there's something about this game that has a staying power to it and you constantly come back to it over and over and over again and again i i won't i won't beat this to death because we did talk about it earlier but um just a phenomenal game i i really this is and i i talked last week about how i didn't put the original smash bros on my on my list for the n64 games we talked about last week but this was when i was like okay I played this on N64 and it was fine. This, this is something different. This is something new. And I, I, I played so many hours of that game. That was all Mm -hmm. I did for like five years of my life was play that game on and off. So I've talked about the couch, couch multiplayer and things like that. That is the king of the couch multiplayer when I was at that age. And yeah, phenomenal game. Very phenomenal game. Melee, melee is the reason for the season. I got one um, left. I'm very curious.
1: To, you're. I think you're more curious about my n- remaining two. No, I
0: know what your remaining two are. No, but you know what they are. But I, do you care? Do you know what order they're in? I think you'll put Paper Mario one.
1: Okay.
0: I know you. I know you love Kingdom Hearts, but I think you'll put Paper Mario at one. Well, you would be correct. My number two is Kingdom Hearts. All right.
1: This game is no surprise to any listener or anyone that knows me. Absolutely captivated me when I first saw it at a kid across the street's house as a kid. Um, I, 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 don't I, think cry, I, I I cried
0: don't... in the store to get this game. By the way, Kingdom Hearts One. You cried? I I, I saw the tri- the commercials for it and I was like, "Whoa, Disney! I love Disney!" and I wanted it so bad. And my dad's like, "Sorry, we can't get it today." And I started crying. And my dad's like, "You really want this that bad?" And I was like, "Yeah." And he's like, "All right, whatever, we'll get it." And I was like, "Oh my gosh!" So. Yep, Kingdom.
1: I mean. I don't think I need to go into why this is so near and dear to me. Nope. The story, the characters, the worlds, the gameplay, this this is my JRPG. And everything about it is special to me. It's the first PS2 game I bought when I got a PS2 way down the line in my life. Um, I actually own two copies of the first one because um, my girlfriend Abby owns a copy of it that they rarely used. It practically was just out of the plastic wrap. Um, and it came with the instruction manual which I never had before Um, this game is absolutely special and dear to me and
0: how long did it take you to beat it out of curiosity 100% or just beat it just beat it Um, took me literally
1: I couldn't give you like times as far as like weeks Um, I guess game timer wise probably 20 to 30 hours um, because it the, has a the, clock uh, in the game. My yeah. end clock for a hundred percent on normal is fifty-five hours. I. And that's getting. When Ultima did this? When did this come the out? Because
0: I got this almost right when it came out, and I didn't beat it until like a week before two came out. So that's how long look it up took the me. The exact
1: day, um, Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts One came out in the United States. Come here, Wikipedia. Don't say like, like
0: 02. and then it was O oh five.
1: March two th- uh, I'm sorry, March
0: twenty eighth, two thousand and two. And then I think the next one was O oh five. One, so ten, it five. took me three years to beat this game because I got that? stuck. I kept getting Where? stuck. I didn't know how to like. There were certain things that I was like really dumb to that I didn't realize later. Like, oh my gosh. Why am I still wielding this dumb Keyblade because I think it looks cool? Like, stupid things like that that, like... Scrub. For some reason, when I was, like, eight, I didn't realize. Um, Yeah, so I just was very, very ignorant. Or, like, even other things. Like, I would sometimes equip the weapon that had the highest damage, but it would, like, negate some of my magic abilities. And I'm like, oh, that's dumb to equip. You scrub yeah so just I for a laundry list of reasons, just I couldn't beat the game for a very long time. I played it up until I got through most of it pretty easily until I got to the Riku boss fight, and then I kept getting smashed and i couldn't I couldn't win. went back a little bit later, years later, beat that, played it up until I got to like the Anthem. you know the door that you have to get through before you fight Anthem, and there's that room filled with like ten billion enemies. I couldn't get past that forever. And then I put that back down And then I picked it up one night randomly And I got through it And I was like Oh I just did it I don't know how I did it And then I beat Ansem that night So It was It took me forever But It's NMR, a great game
1: It's so special
0: Again I was But always, that's my number two I was always swapping games in and out back then Let's uh, So we know you're number one Let's just talk about that Because we've talked no, about
1: it No We got an alternate I want, to hear I, want,
0: well, I want mine to be the
1: No want, You went first So you reveal first
0: I don't think you know what mine is. I don't. Think I, it's don't. A, I don't. I think genuinely... it's a game, I don't think it's a game that is even anywhere on your radar at all. Period, at all. I don't think it is.
1: I have no idea. That's why you're going to tell me right now.
0: So we talked about. I don't know if we talked about this on air the other day because we've been recording so much this week, this fourth episode, um, or if I was texting you about this the other day. But you said you expected a bunch of Xbox games from me, and I told I, you well
1: because. Um, what I, I thought was you had everything, yeah. So I just thought you because I only had a GameCube. Yeah. Um, so yeah. No, that so makes I'm, sense. So I really did think you would have more PS2 Xbox games, which you kind of had
0: a, more PS2 games, I think. But so I told you I didn't really like Xbox, and I didn't really there wasn't many games on the Xbox that I liked, many games that I cared for whatsoever. But there was one, there was one specific game on the Xbox. Oh no, I know what it is. It's Knights of the Old Republic. Yep, Darn that it, is Wars. the best RPG ever, hands down. It's better the best. than Mass
1: Effect. Better than it is Bio. It's 3, BioWare's pr- better it's, than it's, Witcher. Better than Zelda Breath of the Wild.
0: Yes, it's better than all of them. It is. It's my favorite RPG ever. I love Star Wars they do everything so so right the decisions you make throughout the course of the game deciding if you want to be a Jedi or a Sith and how you want to how you want the game to turn out the lore is amazing I wish they would make it canon I, oh, I that was the one thing that stung when they took all of this away and said that it was no longer canon was that they wiped all all of this away the story is so good there's such a there's such a great twist in the middle of it the combat's phenomenal i love the customization of your lightsabers i love it's just, it's so good it's so good this is one of my favorite games ever it's the best star wars game ever by a mile and mm-hmm. and that, i mean there's some other good star wars games out there but this one blows them all away it's a fantastic game i can't say enough about it all the all of the different planets that you encounter, all they all feel unique. They all feel like Star Wars, and, and that's the thing. It feels like Star Wars. I love the different. I love the different cast of characters that you're surrounded by. You got a crazy droid who's into murdering people. You've got uh, a Wookiee who's uh, who owes you a life debt, and that's a great. Okay, so I'll tell you this. I mean, the game's like. So I decided to be evil when I played my game, and you get to a point later on where because you're evil that splinters your group and some of them are like i'm not following you and some of them are like well like you have like two droids you have a couple other people who are like i'm not going to follow you if this is what you're doing it's like okay then if you're not going to follow me then you're going to die and so you kill them and there's these two people that you run into i forget the girl's name she's a twi'lek and then there's a uh there's a wookie named zanzibar or zanbar i forget his name and uh, it's something like that. He owes you a life debt, though. And they're best friends, this Twi'lek and this Wookiee. And when you get to the end, the girl's like, I'm not following you. You're evil. Come on, Zanbar. And he's like, I-, I can't. I have a life debt to this dude. And it's, she's like, what? No, come on. And I'm like, hey, Wookiee, kill her. And he's like, I have to do what he says. So I made the Wookiee kill the girl <laughs> because I'm an evil Sith Lord, and it's awesome. <laughs> You're a monster. <laughs> This game is great, man. It's so good. I was so evil. I never felt so good. I wanted. Oh, I think the bad guys in Star Wars are awesome, and feeling like an actual Star Wars villain is just really satisfying. I love this game. It's. It's. I could talk about it for hours. I really. I need to replay it again, and uh, I've got it on my computer. I've got it on like a tablet. I have. I don't feel like any of those will do it justice, but I really wish I could sit down and play this again on a console. It's one of the great games of all time and spoiler alert you can look for this on my top 10 and when we get to week six this is going to be up there
1: it'll be two three weeks away
0: it's really just it's such a great game I, I i love it
1: all right and my number one is no surprise now through process of elimination paper mario and the thousand year door um i've spent over 275 hours in this game
0: holy i know holy. every
1: i know every nook and cranny of it it is filled to the brim with character and charm. And this is why every Paper Mario game since has been subpar. This game... God, I, I want this game so bad on 3DS. I want this game so bad on my Wii U. I just want this game to live on in perpetuity and be accessible forever. It is filled to the brim with content, quest items, everything. Each little star has a different story. It's unique. Nothing is the same in that game. Every adventure is different. One's a pirate, a tropical, Goonie-themed island. Another one, you go to the moon. Another one's a creepy twilight village. You're a detective solving a mystery on a train. This game is so good. This I love this game, and that is all I gotta say about that.
0: It's a great game. It was on my list too, so I think we're you definitely, did get three you got we're, three. We're definitely in agreement. i see, I knew we'd have three. The ones that threw me off the was Metal I thought Gear you'd go Kingdom Hearts. I thought you'd go Kingdom Hearts two over one and then Metal Gear Solid, yeah, so
1: all right, well. We're almost at two and a half hours. Uh, yeah, I mean, no, we have like we, a we had we a longer break. We, we had a longer out.
0: break in the middle, so I think but we'll I hit about also, two hours.
1: Yeah, we're around two. It's been a very long <laughs> one. This is definitely, like I said at the beginning, this was my favorite episode this week. Um,
0: sorry, I was going to say, why don't easy. you? Uh,
1: fill the people in on what we're doing next week as far as top 10 and then
0: yeah so yeah so this is week three we're nearing the end we've got two more weeks and then it's going to be our top 10 favorite ever from all the systems and forever so next week is mm-hmm. going to be we're getting into a little bit more handheld sort of we're getting into next week is going to be the ds and the psp and then mm-hmm. with uh, consoles we're going to have um the PlayStation 3, the Xbox 360, and the Wii. So, getting a little bit more recent, we're getting caught up within we're in within the last decade now. So,
2: mm-hmm.
0: these are all things we definitely have played. I don't think much slipped through the cracks for either of us in this past generation. 360, I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess that is true for you. You didn't play 360. Not. Uh, well, speaking for myself, I don't think much slipped through the cracks for me, or at least things that I was interested in. So,
1: and I really, I only had a PSP for one game. So
0: yeah, I, I'll tell you right now, I'm not gonna have a PSP game on my list, but I know you will, for oh, sure. Yeah. So, oh yeah. But yeah, PSP. Uh, no Peace Walker for you. you won't put uh, Peace Walker? no, I didn't play mm-hmm. that again until PS3. I know, but you said we're trying to put them. When yeah, yeah, out I so. agree with you, but I don't think it'll make my list. I don't think it'll make my. But list. But yeah,
1: yet. I'm super stoked for next week because this is super. Modern.
0: This is very close. We're getting, we're getting caught up. And yeah, this is like it's a, exciting. This is the stuff that. Do you know what your number one's going to be already?
1: Yes. I yeah. know
0: what. Top
1: three are for sure.
0: I know what my number one is. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. I don't um, even have to think about it.
1: There's some. There's some other things I wanted to say before closing. Just in general about the show. Um, all E3 weekend we've been doing coverage. We have video and audio episode breakdowns for every press conference um, from EA and Bethesda on Sunday. We have Microsoft and Sony from yesterday Monday. And obviously this episode was Nintendo. So I would love it if people gave those episodes a listen to to hear our reactions to those shows or watched them on YouTube. I was going to say the the same thing. Yeah. yeah, All of that is up in a YouTube playlist we made. Um, I am particularly proud of what we were able to pull off this weekend as far as just expanding to video format for our pod, you know, our little podcast and, um, trying to reach more people that way. And I would, you know I would, I think I would love it if people went back and listened to those, if they missed them to just hear our take on those press conferences.
0: For sure. Yeah. And we tried to turn those, each of those into a little bit more about not telling you what happened, but more what our thoughts were on about it. So, I mean, I, I if you already know what happened at E3 and you already know the breakdown of everything, um, it's not just going to be an informative thing. It's going to be more of a, this is our thoughts on the things that were announced and shown off. So I think they've still definitely got, um, even if you've been consuming E3 content all week, I weekend, I think that or all week too, I guess. Um, I definitely still think those episodes we put up hold up. And so, yeah, we have, if we have done four episodes in two days, so it's been quite a bit. Um, as you can see, if you're listening to the MP3 of this, or you're on SoundCloud, if you look down in our, on our feed there you'll see we've got about three three episodes one for sony one for microsoft and one for ea and bethesda combined so if you're interested we would love to for you to give those a listen and uh if you're still listening to this right now um hey thanks for sticking sticking it out the full two hours we appreciate it um but yeah that's it for our top 10 favorite game segment this week and uh yeah so next week is Week four, and we'll see what we got there. But uh, we have done a lot, we have put out a lot of content this week. And if you have listened to it, we really appreciate it. We very much do. Um, I say it all the time, but we do this stuff for you guys, and we hope you enjoy it. So if you've listened to any of our E3 breakdowns, we greatly appreciate it. And with that, you can find us on Twitter if you do want to hear more from us. Uh, the show is at MGS Podcast. We tweet out new episodes from there. and we, can tw- we tweet all kinds of stuff. I was live tweeting about E3 stuff throughout the week there. So maybe I'll start tweeting some more things that isn't just promotion of our show uh, going forward because that was a little bit fun. Uh, you can find myself, Logan. I am at Moreman 12 You can find Max. He's over at MaxTheWhite. You can email the show with any questions, comments, or concerns you have at MGS Podcast at gmail.com you can hit us up with your top 10 favorite games lists as well we would love to hear what your favorite from uh, this week's gen that we did with uh, with the GameCube, Xbox, and the PlayStation 2 as well as the Game Boy Advance, we'd love to hear what your top ten favorite were from uh, this generation. Or you can hit us up on Twitter. We would love to hear from you guys if you are listening this far into the episodes. I know we've got some lengthy episodes here the past couple weeks. So if you are still this listening... This top
1: ten stuff is making it really nice and long.
0: We are dragging it out. So um, again, yeah, next week's episode, we've got week four coming up. And like I said, we probably will have some sort of like i would assume like best of the e3 thing in the first half of the mm-hmm. show depending on how news looks i can't imagine much is gonna happen between Change. now and then though so maybe we'll have some sort of like debriefing a week out what did you think of e3 what, did you, what was your favorite thing you saw things like that what's got you most excited going forward so maybe we'll do something like that and then we'll get into our top 10 a little bit earlier next week because i know these do turn out to be long episodes when we throw in a new segment or a in this episode in this case a Zelda segment before so it gets a little expansive Um, but yeah make sure you guys like share comment and subscribe here on YouTube as well yes if you do watch this on YouTube I keep forgetting that we are on YouTube even though I can see my face right now and I'm waving at the camera as I say this so yeah like share comment subscribe we would appreciate all that stuff very much and um, be sure to follow again our Twitter we always tweet out the links before the show goes live so if you want to watch us record live you sure as heck can join us for these good 90 minute to two hour long sessions we do. Um, I think that's everything. Thanks so much that for is. listening. This has been a heck of a week for us. We've been recording probably whew, probably eight or nine hours or so. I mean, not not just actual episodes, but getting prepared and all those kind of things the past couple days. So we really do appreciate it if you have listened to our content this week. And uh, we hope you enjoy it more than anything. Uh, we put these out, but we hope we're doing a good job and it's good for you, the listener as well. So... I definitely think we've done better this year than we did last year. I've listened to some of our old shows, and we've definitely we definitely kicked it up a notch since we've been doing this for probably close to 60 episodes or so now. So we're getting up there. But uh, thanks for listening so much. We appreciate it. We'll be back next week with episode 46. But until then, have a good week. Hope you enjoyed E3. Hope you enjoyed this episode, and we will see you then. The the, the hype train is pulling into the station. Next destination, the Nintendo
1: Direct with the NX two, two. Gosh, Logan, Logan,
0: and we're back. One viewer, probably Logan. Can... What?
1: I think it's my dad. Actually, I'm tagging you in this tweet. You have to look at this. Okay. This is. Why wasn't this in the demo?
0: The frick. What? Yes! What the the heck?
1: He set the grass on fire to create an updraft, then used his paraglider glider to go above the Guardian,
0: then used slow-mo to shoot it. That kind of just blew my freaking mind. Now that'll get me on a hype train. Because they combined, like, four elements of gameplay right there. The horse, the fire, the arrows and then the parachute thing holy crap yeah
1: that was amazing
0: when did they do that i watched the thing for three hours
1: um it could have been just someone playing the demo or it could maybe after we left (laughs) because you and i quit around the same time probably